No, you shouldn't have to. Craig should be free, unless something's changed. Well, I think we'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want me to help you out, let me know. Okay. Put All right. So we, we got every password. The what? <laughs> what are the passwords? Somebody's talking about the passwords. Yeah, it's opossum. It's password one two three four. Yeah. Don't tell. Don't tell anybody that. Oh my God, my uh, my father-in-law. That was his password. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I, got, <laughs> I got hacked. I don't know how it happened. Yeah. I was like, oh really? That's okay. <laughs> All right, Ty, you're in charge, right? Oh shit, I'm in charge. Where was this pay? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We're gonna Just Venmo the you. Same as your, same as your current job. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> lateral, lateral move. Yes. All right. Well, welcome to the uh, Cabal Roundtable. This is our RPG podcast for our what AAC Cabal yep. uh, Guild on BGG. Where, where's Samer? I don't think he was uh, coming. I just added him to the discussion. No, I don't okay. think. I, I think he's he's playing B mode in some war game. He is. Yeah, he's in a, a vassal room. Yeah, I didn't know he was running anything. We should we should talk about that. We will, um, we will, we will. It'll we come will. up. We'll get there. Uh, so yeah, we got a group of guys. We play RPGs in the guild. We run games. We play in each other's games, and occasionally, like tonight, we talk about games. And so uh, maybe we'll do just uh, quick introductions and what everybody's drinking. Uh, I'm Ty. Nice. I'm drinking a Doseki. I've been drinking Doseki for about two months now. <laughs> uh, I'm sure I'll get through them uh, at some point. Uh, what about you, Dave? I'm drinking white wine. Nice, mm. nice, sweaty white wine. Welcome, welcome, Duck. Uh, yes, I am Duck, uh, and I, I, my wife has Bible study downstairs, so I have a triple of uh, Irish whiskey and a 16 ounce glass of. Uh, Blueberry, uh, apple cider vinegar, and gin. So I prepared ahead. Yeah, I got a lot of drinks right here. So I can't gesticulate a lot or there'll be trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Carl, you're joining us tonight. What do you got? Let's see. You're going to be very amazed. I've got a bottle of pure life water with the tropical pineapple mango squirty uh, squirty bottle that says great value on it from Walmart. Um, Holy God. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm away from home, so I don't have any, <laughs> anything good like y'all. Because wherever you are, they don't have alcohol, I'm sure. Well, yeah. <laughs> they, they don't have laundry <laughs> here, I'll tell you that. <laughs> T- TMI, buddy. TMI. <laughs> are, you in, are you in Florida? Yeah. Okay. And, and the hotels, uh, you know, yeah. technology is great when it works. All the yeah, yeah. <laughs> machines are out. Nice. And from the West Coast, we got Hollywood. Yeah, I'm Hollywood, and uh, I'm drinking a water. I was debating whether or not I was going to take an edible, but I was like, eh, no. Yeah, it's it'll take like 90 minutes to kick in, so I just smoked a bowl instead. <laughs> oh, good. That's good. That's quality. Quality. Great to it. Love I it. like it. Yeah. Like yeah. It. God bless America. 
um, and and we think Pete's going to join later, and uh, yeah. he's got to get through a couple things, but uh, um, <laughs> or or one person, one person, got yeah. one uh, one uh, roadblock. Yes. All right. Well, thanks uh, everybody for joining. Uh, I was bored, so I set this up, and here good we job. are. Good job. Thank nice. you. Yeah. Thank you. It's good. Good solid work. Yeah. Hey, I got my old school essentials books in the mail, by the way. Nice. Oh. Did you, yeah, you nice. buy them off? Uh, who did you buy them off of Todd? I went to Abe's Books oh. and uh, I paid seventy nine dollars total with shipping for all of them. Uh, Advanced Fantasy Referees Tome and Players Tome. Advanced. Oh, Fantasy. that's 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 uh, pretty close to the actual like Kickstarter price. It's good. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. What do you think of them? Remember, uh, I, they just came in today. So. Oh, okay. They're. You could do a read through. Yeah, I love. They're those small. Books. They're small. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but the layout, it's just so well laid out. Yeah, it is great. cool. Yeah. 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 Good job. Good job. Mm -hmm. Well, normally at the beginning, we would introduce any new GMs who haven't been on the show before and do an right. origin story. But I think everybody's been on, right? That is right. Yeah. So maybe yep. uh, no origin stories this time. Maybe we'll get Samuron. Yep. Uh, so yeah, maybe we'll, we won't tell his origin story, but we've got a new GM in the guild. He's not here tonight, but. Sounds like he's running. Samer is running something tomorrow. He, finally, he ran it already. He had a Ooh. session zero for Traveler Mongoose Second Edition. Dave, myself, yep. uh, Pete, and Jack. Uh, so we nice. <laughs> we played the um, Traveler character game for a few rounds, which I, I actually like. Uh, if you've never heard of that, right in Character Traveler Generation. You, you kind of start with a background and then you go through terms. So like you get, you know, you go in a military academy or you, you're a merchant and you pick up skills and you roll for, and this is the classic traveler. You can die during character creation because sometimes there are random events and, you know, you're in a military academy and, you know, there's an accident on the Kobayashi Maru and you die. So, um, yeah, so we did that, and uh, the way it was nice, like, session zeros are good, and we were, you know, putting, using, also doing it with connections between them, which is, I think, something Mongoose 2nd Edition added, a la PBTA uh, style games, so it was mm -hmm. good. I, I felt like our characters were kind of coming alive, which is great. I don't know what Dave thought, but I had fun. Yeah, it gave me a lot of nostalgia for the old traveler mm -hmm. system so that was cool mm -hmm. i enjoyed it yeah. and it's like yeah. 2d6 basically right just right. straight 2d6 yep. Okay. system yep okay so like the, like the old black books but what a different publisher these days. yeah yeah, yeah definitely know. definitely felt like it, it it's okay. very it's probably like you you could probably take a module from the the little black books and run it in mongo second edition their their changes are not big but yeah fundamentally okay. everything like you have a you have attributes and there are six of them. They map to the D and D ones, but they're on a you know they're a two D twelve roll. Although they can go up to sixteen, I think, with bonuses. Um, and then you get uh, and those attributes will give you pluses. And then you have skills. And then everything is like if it's a skill roll, like the normal difficulty is eight. You have to roll two D six plus your skill bonus to get over that. And combat, you know, you're basically doing a shoot roll against you know whatever the modifiers are to get over. You know the the guy's armor, his dodge, or whatever. So cool. it's a good system. Right. Yeah. I don't know right. anything about Traveler, but you guys all seem to have some sort of love affair with it. It was the first sci-fi RPG. <laughs> oh. So uh yeah, like if you didn't want to like before you know, Gamma World? Oh yeah. yeah. 
Probably. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so, yeah. Uh, it was definitely the first one in space. And Gamma World, honestly, like, remember, <laughs> um, were you in PD's Gamma World? Because, like, <laughs> the the Traveler system holds up pretty well. Gamma World does not. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, I haven't played no. that since I was 16, so. Yeah, it's very, very clunky. It's kind of D&D Zero Edition clunky, Gamma World is. Uh, but now you're going to make me find out which one was first. Traveler was very early. It was definitely the first one where you could get on a spaceship. That's Other cool. than uh, Barrier Peaks and D&D, but that didn't really count. Well, Samer, we're expecting great things. And expect you on this, this yeah. show next The time. joke is, the joke is, but I think everybody probably here and everybody listening to this knows this, but Samer promised to run an RPG <laughs> from like the first month of the Cabal um, and he was going to run, it was classically, I think it was seven worlds, which is a savage world setting. And, you know, that was 2016, I'm pretty sure 2017, maybe. So <laughs> six or seven years later of, and, you know, he bought, he spent for fantasy grounds, but we did use fantasy <laughs> grounds. So yeah, he was, yeah. So many, so many dashed hopes. He was prepping. He was prepping. He was. Yeah, and then he never ran. L luckily, Arts picked up the Savage Worlds because I like Savage Worlds. We can talk about that more later. Yeah, yeah. I think the other interesting thing about Traveler Two is like it's it's kind of your standard characteristics, but it's also got two of them are education, yes, and social class, basically like social standing. Mm. So it's yeah. kind of unusual. Like instead of charisma, it's more important. Like yeah, what your what your position in society is, and that's actually yeah. a characteristic. That can yes. increase or yeah, or that down. is interesting. Yeah, and the the traveler world like is so fleshed out. Travelermap.com like has thousands and thousands of worlds mapped out, reference articles. Like there's there's so much information on Traveler. Um, check it out. Which uh, which I think can be daunting if you're a GM because yeah yeah you know there's it's it's similar to that RuneQuest deal where there's like. Like, so do, I, do, do I know more lore than my players? Like, and they're going to yeah. be like, well, actually, you know, Soleimani, we're not even involved this early. In problems. Yeah. But there, there are alternate timelines. So you can always just say, this is my fucking timeline. Get That's out right. But I mean, there are, it, it this, it, it uh, Ty, have you seen like a uh, foundation? Have you watched the foundation series? Oh, any, uh, Apple? No, I haven't. I'd like to. So similar. Worth it? Okay. Foundation is similar to Traveler a little bit. Like that's kind yeah. of the yeah. vibe that Traveler has. Uh, but the idea is there's like uh, Earth is not the major race. I mean, there's a right. bunch of different human species or human nations, um, mm -hmm. but they they were scattered all over the galaxy, all over the universe, and then they evolved and they developed space travel in their own times. And some of these have run into each other now later on at the, the a couple of these different human uh, nations have now encountered each other that and sounds it, pretty cool yeah, yeah so you would think you think oh the imperium that's going to be earth it's not no, the imperium no. actually encounters earth and right. it's based off a war game that was made mm -hmm. which reflected the war where earth this finds runs finds into this imperium. giant imperium and this yeah fighting against, I think, a governor of one of the provinces of the Imperium. And so the whole idea is the, the Imperium has all this power, but it's kind of decaying. And the mm -hmm. governor is afraid, is trying to handle these this Earth Empire and knock it out. And it doesn't want to have to call back to Imperial Capital for help. Mm -hmm. So it's kind, of the, it's, it's kind of a cool concept. It really is, yeah. It's a good... Lot of, which, lot of which is 
branched off into a bunch of different versions of it that came yeah. later, which all basically were not as good as the original idea. And one of the things they did was cool. You know, they had these little black books that would come out, and they never really told you a lot about what the fuck was going on. Right. Mm-hmm. They would give that. you a little taste of something or a mystery. So there's always this feeling of mystery, like you don't have all the answers. There's one big mystery, and I think it came out in like Adventure 10 of the little back books or something. Right. Um, yep. Like the ancients? Is that the, the ancients? About the ancients? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, but so it's I don't want to cool spoilerize it for people, but yeah. It, no, it's it, cool. it was cool as a kid where you were like, they did, they were deliberately either, or maybe they were just lazy. Uh, they wouldn't tell you a lot about what they right. were. Just it was give for you, you to fill tidbits. in. Yeah. 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 Well, so, and that first cover, like the cover with the Mayday from Beowulf. Free oh, yeah. Trader Bear Wolf. I mean, that like still gives me chills. Like the so the, it, I mean, it's just a black cover with a red line and text of a of a Mayday call, and I don't know. It just works. It, you know, it does. Yeah, absolutely. So you're doing uh, updated second edition. It's mm, yeah, mongoose. So mongoose picked it up. This is yeah. like uh, they branched off, and there's like the original Traveler, which is on fifth edition. And then this mongoose made an edition like 15 years ago, and then this is the mongoose second edition. Real men do Gerps Traveler. Gerps Traveler is what real men play. Oh yeah, 2006 Gerps Traveler. Yeah, I'm looking at the Wikipedia. (laughs) Yeah. By the way, Gamma Rolled was 78. Traveler was 77. So nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. Cool. I want to play Traveler now. Yeah. It is. It is great. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's cool. And like that was. I was going to say, Duck. Duck explained. There's like, a, there's giant maps that you could have all the planets already mapped out. But the idea was too. It was, uh, I don't know if this is base ten or what, but it was like one through nine and A through E. That's how you could get all the way up to sixteen. And so the idea, yeah, the idea was that you could have a planet, and it would just be a series of numerals and letters, and that would give you everything you needed to know about what kind of planet that was. It's like the oh. UPC, the Universal Planet Code, or something. Yeah, you can cool. also, and then characters like they'll give you like when you see characters NPCs in a book, they'll list their stats that way too. It's just six characters, all right. So you can get a stat from zero to fifteen, just with that. It, it made for very, you know. They could save on printing costs, I guess. You could have an NPC in, like, t- less than two lines. Sweet. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Good stuff. Excited to hear how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Samer's running uh, Traveler. We don't uh, have a session one yet. I mean, we don't have but, session yeah. one. But We're being pretty like gentle with him, too. We are. We are. Yeah. I, I yeah. think that's, and that's okay. I think he, he deserves to be. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't we'll, mock, scare him we'll off. mock him outside of, like, in right. the sessions, we're, we're bringing him along. He And he right. commented that, I mean, and, we, you know, we kind of know, like, we'll, like, if he stumbles, like, oh, we should do this, Samer, or, like, you know, we're riffing off each other, like, Pete and I's characters are, like, I'm getting Pete's character out of a, you know, he gets, you know, put in court for a crime. It's like, oh, I could be your lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) So it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. But this is, I and I want to reiterate to anyone who, I mean, not that we need more GMs in the guild, but if you want to be a GM, we provide this service. We give you four experienced GMs or five or whatever, three, however many you (laughs) want. We come in if, and you know, we're nice to you and we're not going to be nice to you outside the session, but in the session, we help you along. We help you along. It's a service we provide. Yeah. Yeah. You you will get our opinions. 
Yeah, later later on in Discord, we might rip your ass. But yeah, yeah. In the section, we're super supportive. Or send some funny meme. Yeah, especially session zero through I don't know one, two, maybe three, and then then the gloves come off. Yeah. What? (laughs) No. Especially since Samer was eager to bail. Like, was it Duck? I think you were like, oh, I might be a little late. He's like, oh, we can reschedule. That's right. I was going to be in Indiana. I'm like, I, you know, I was like 80, 90%. Like, I'm going to try and make it. He's like, oh, we can reschedule. Dave and I were both like, no. So you're not getting out of this. I will dial in. I, I dialed in from the hotel room with my wife passed out. She didn't even vote. Nice. Well, I know we got uh, some uh, some new games in the guild. Uh, we got obviously we just talked about a new GM, um, but let's maybe go through a little bit quickly and see what folks are playing, whose games you're playing in, what you're running if you're a GM for anything, and if uh, you're prepping anything, you're reading some books, you're maybe thinking about another campaign you want to run. Uh, Carl, what about you? I know that you you started up a what a five E thing last couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, so and so yeah. Actually, I really you know a lot of people don't like Five E. I like it. It's pretty straightforward. Um, I you know and I don't I don't have a lot of breadth in RPGs. I probably don't have a lot of depth, so I don't really know what I have. But Five uh, E seems to work. <laughs> so and I'll vouch for the uh, I'll vouch for the uh, the the kind, gentle, uh, help you along as a as a fairly new GM. Uh, yeah. Makes it, Dave and I take it out on each other and others, not the GM. (laughs) (laughs) It happens around the GM. Yeah. So I I have, uh, after long hiatus, uh, started, I guess, started up um, X2, Castle Amber, the Goodman Games reincarnated version. Uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, we've been doing that. We're probably, what, four sessions in. Yeah. Um, And... uh, it's uh it seems it seems to be going pretty well. I have and it's but it's taken me. The funny thing is, okay, so so uh, the, my first um, dungeon I ran was the the keep on the borderlands or the end of the borderlands. I forget B one B one. And yeah, it was in, it in was search of the unknown. unknown. In search of the unknown. That's right. In search of the unknown. It was pretty much just go in and and you're clearing a clearing a building, clearing a dungeon, and it's and it's murder hobo kill stuff. And basically, I could just throw angry. Angry gnomes at the party. Oh yeah, the gnomes are the best. <laughs> yeah, I love the gnomes. Yeah, drawing so the little hats. We on knew exactly what we were in for, and I loved it, Carl. <laughs> this one is di- this one's different because yeah. it is not just straightforward, and there's much more, much more lore with it, much more, a uh, little more depth, and so it's taking me a while to get my head wrapped around what's going on. Uh, but finally, I think I'm I'm starting to get there, and I'm pretty and, sure um, as players, we're playing at the same. We'll see. Yeah. It's probably going to bite us in the ass eventually. <laughs> well, it's tough too as the GM on some of those because you're like, oh, this is going to be really good lore. And then the players like kill the guy before the exposition yeah, yeah, can yeah, start. Yeah, and you're, yeah. like, yeah. you're like, but oh, that was going to be really good. I was really looking forward to giving you guys the meaning of that tapestry or he was about to do this big presentation. <laughs> you got to throw the dying declarations in maybe. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's going to be the, the party is cleared. Um, oh, the the bottom wing of the mansion as they're going into the the, the castle amber got a long ways to go but uh, uh, it's going pretty well and the, and I just got done uh, and I'm gonna do, I'll, actually as part of this I want to do a plug for I don't know if any of y'all have used this but I had to draw up the uh, upper floors for the for the um, mansion over the last couple of weeks and 
You're um, going to say Dungeon Alchemist, aren't you? Dungeon Draft. D Dungeon yeah. Alchemist. It, it, so yeah. I got it on Steam, and it was actually, oh, my God, it's so easy, and it exports straight yeah. into uh, into Foundry. Yeah. Um, really easy. I know that one. Yeah. I was looking at that one. I know you're, yeah. I was, yeah. I, I hate paying full price, but I, I'm looking at that one. Yeah, it, it's, it's good. I liked it, and yeah. so yeah, it takes in all the all the doors, all the lighting, all that stuff. Um, let's see what else. Um, so that's what I'm running right now. Uh, and uh, what am I playing in? I am in DCC, uh, playing a cleric in DCC, and actually, yeah, we just ran that last last night. Last night. Uh, and I really, I, I guess I didn't have a chance to say, but I, I really, uh, I think I'm going to enjoy the latest twist you threw at me where you you kind of put the magic love spell on me with the with the half-elf. Because now, oh, now yeah, I've yeah, got yeah. an internal conflict I'm going to have to deal I with. I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, so wait, we'll, well, spoiler. Dave might actually listen to those, but yeah. Sometimes. So, I do. It, it DCC kind of drives me nuts, but it, in a way, it's kind of it's it's fun because it kind of goes gonzo. Yeah. But it drives me nuts as a cleric because it's it, just the yeah. way that it ends up playing out. You fail your lay on hands a lot. Yeah. We yeah. use yeah. you a lot. We yeah. use you all the time. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, cleric. So uh, <laughs> medic. Yeah, and so and what else? Um, actually, I probably I've, I've scaled back. Uh, um, Quite a bit lately. I think we last I finished Ty your um uh I forgot that sort of desolation. Oh yeah, yeah. Desert of Desolation. Yeah, yeah, Desert of Desolation. Took part in took part in that. That was a blast. I I that was good. I found out that I really enjoy OSE. Um and one of the things that uh, so so one of the things I I want I've got it's been on my plate for probably the last two years. I want to do like start doing, thinking about doing one shots using the WEG uh, Star Wars system in, in kind oh, of the vein I mean, of doing a yeah kind, kind of the vein one? of like a what's that the D six yeah D six yeah 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 and, and I mean stuff in the kind of the vein of the Mandalorian. Oh, I mean um, yeah. So it'd be yeah. it'd be fun to do that. I think. I just, I'm you know, glad you didn't like say you want to do the uh, fantasy flight version with all those special dice. Yeah, the D six version. I was I got that box set and I was like, oh, this is good. Yeah, yeah, I got that and I was like, man, it's, I really want to. I really want to try this out. And so it's on my. Yeah, it's yeah. like to do list, like a lot of things. But yeah, do it at the there. con. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right, nice. good, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, good, good, good. What about uh, what about you, Hollywood? What are you up to? I know uh, you started something with Pete recently, and you're playing yeah. it a lot too, and running some yeah, other stuff. Yeah, me and uh, me and Petey, who just popped in, say hello, Petey. Hello, hey Pete. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're doing uh, OSC, the Slavers Campaign A One, and uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I was uh, OSC was the first time I'd really been involved, and in it. it was in your campaign uh the desert one a couple mm -hmm. months back and it was great loved it so yeah now i got the books and um i love old school dnd a1 was one of my favorites when i was a kid and probably just because it has giant ants on the cover oh, yeah. yeah exactly cool. the cover's like the selling point yeah. of a1 you're like oh yeah but i mean you get into the meat and potatoes of it and you're like man it's just like room after room of fucking like monsters that don't go together <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of first yeah. edition right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. But we're gonna have fun with it. So, do you remember? That, that's the cover. Sorry, go ahead. 
Do you remember when it first came out? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I was that I was, was like the the debarkation point for the artwork where it used to be those old like uh, wooden block carving style, and it was oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. I mean, which is beautiful. I mean, not knocking that. Like, look at G two with the frost giants when that. Comes yeah, out. I know, but those ones are kind of washed out. I mean, they're very black and white. You know, were they even color? Was there any color? No, that was the thing. No. And that's that's where like A1 came along. We're like, oh my God, look at this. Color. Yeah, where color all the modules and, had a colored. Well, and they were, they're talking about a tournament. And we're all like, what the fuck? Right. Like, what yeah. the, like we I didn't even that. know there were conventions. Or we didn't know anything about it. Like, how would you play in a tournament? Like, yeah. yeah. There's rules for the tournament. Dave's play. just sitting like, there in South Jersey going, what? Yeah, we're like, we didn't even understand what that was. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Right. That's it's all those things. So Duck, yeah, we're there. The... Go ahead, Doc. Oh, I was gonna uh, fuck. Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry right. about it. Cool. No, I'm just cool, gonna have, I'm gonna have my drink. Keep going. I was gonna fuck too, but I just decided to hang out with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Why, not choice. Yeah. Why not choice? Why not <laughs> I'm also uh, running Curse of Strahd, which has been oh, going yeah. for over two years now, and is oh, pretty yeah. good. Mm -hmm. And in uh, two weeks, they're having dinner with Strahd. Actually, in a week and two oh, days. That's right. He he yeah. sent a carriage to pick us up. Yeah, so yeah. that should be a night of role playing and me doing a vampire voice. It'll be great. Yeah. Haku's gonna Blue. wear a prom dress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm running, a, and I'm playing in. Uh, Let's see, Dave's RuneQuest as the troll. There's statue now. Yeah, I'm a statue now. I forgot. So my next, uh, the next time we play, which is coming up on the 7th, I think I'll just be quiet in the background, unless I'm playing one of the Pete's. Yeah, I think you're going to be playing a Pete. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big party, so it's I, 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 I'm trying to veer away from running big parties like that because it's just it makes it tough sometimes because you just can't, it's impossible to get everyone there. Big parties are a bitch because right. I never want someone not to be there. Yeah, you know? it's hard. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. We just forget about that character for the adventure. I just pretend yeah. they're not even there. Into the pebble. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. Nice Hollywood. Uh, what about you, Dave? You got a lot going on. Uh, running, uh, running. I'm back to running Mirps, Burps yeah. in Middle Earth. Hell yeah! Uh, so the good. Guys, the guys are in Tharbad. Yes. This mm -hmm. is back when Cardolan is still a legitimate human kingdom in Arnor. Oh, there's some Middle Earth nerd nerdery drop down. Uh, yeah, so they're basically they're basically Sprung. running around just it's all urban adventure. <laughs> so they're dealing with basically like urban shit. Yeah. Like right now they're trying to find out there's a group that's been extorting merchants. So they the party's been trying to track those guys down. And Jason's going on dates. Jason went on a date unsuccessfully. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Did he get drunk or did he? Uh... Oh, he had to leave. He saw the guy, uh, the guy we were chasing, and he left her there. But I think he was also unsuccessfully char yeah, doing he a was, job he at charming. Yeah, he failed the charming role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so uh, that's feels, I'm doing feels, that one. Feels on brand for Jason. Yeah, that, Sad. that's good. <laughs> but it, it's it's a beautiful map. They've got this incredible, you know, it's these old ice products I'm using, Iron so Crown, oh, and uh, it's a beautiful map of old Tharbad. If, there are 42 different colors on the buildings to to color code a type. Is this a tannery 
or is this a pottery <laughs> store? Like they're all different. So, uh, but it, it's a lot of fun. They they obviously put a lot of love into the products. So that's another one where, um, as the like probably with uh, Carl, you're trying to convey. So you as the GM have read so much of the background. You know how many great stories there are. You're trying to kind of convey that to the party in a way without saying, "Okay, above the table, here's what's going on with these guys." Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> Right. So trying to get some of that across. Uh, RuneQuest doing Apple Lane, which is kind of like more of a, I don't want to say gonzo, but it's more of just an adventuring group. And right now they're in Snake Pipe Hollow, and uh, which is a classic uh, adventure written by Greg Stafford. And uh, like we mentioned, uh, Hollywood's Troll has been turned into a statue. They've yeah. run into a gigantic sea turtle uh, that speaks and wants them to kill someone in the, the, the dungeon that he doesn't like. Um, He's got a good voice, that sea turtle. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so they're I was doing that one. about to say the same thing. Same thing. Props, yeah. props to the voice characterization on the sea turtle. That was yeah. really good. And then I've got also another uh, RuneQuest adventure going on with uh, Craig and Patrick, where Sandheart uh, in Sun County, they're basically the police, the militia police, Sun County, so they have to go out and solve mysteries, uh, out like their hoplites, basically, who are cops. So they've been doing that, and that's going pretty well. Um, and then I've the, the other thing I talked about on the podcast was I've gotten back into Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay Third Edition. Mm, yeah, which is now I now I own more of it than I ever ever did, <laughs> and I'm trying to. Sell it. And <laughs> I know I went from selling it to buying more. And then tr now I'm trying to complete the collection. Uh, <laughs> so it's kind of a story ever. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's, and I just want to say the interesting thing about Warhammer fantasy Roleplay as a system is their idea is that it's the GM's role to get the party. It's that the GM basically runs the role playing between the encounters. And once you get into an encounter, then the game system takes over. And you've got a card maybe for the terrain. You've got cards. Then it's basically the GM playing this game against the players to see what happens. Interesting. And, and so uh, there's and you're building dice pools as characters. Um, and so each character has a career that they have, and they can they can uh, uh, develop other careers as as they get enough advancements in their current career. And uh, the, the careers can be connected with each other because they have certain characteristic keywords. And so if your keyword of your new career matches enough keywords of your current career, that might be a career you could go on to, to, to do that career. When you have your career card, there's little sockets. You can, you can connect uh, special ability cards like, uh, like uh, reputation or tactic that gives you some extra thing you can do in combat. Uh, but the, the big way the game works is um, you have a dice pool and say like you're going to do a skill that's uh strength related and your strength is three you're going to roll three characteristic dice that's going to be part of your pool now you have something also called a stance tracker which can either be red on one side which is reckless or green which is conservative and so as you move you have you can move your character's symbol to become more reckless like you start in neutral and different characters have different slots it's almost like a chain of little pieces so the neutral piece is in the middle and if you have a, a normal character you might have two greens on the right and two red pieces on the left 
And so the first thing in your turn, you can move yourself from neutral to red, one. And then maybe later on you want to move to red, two. What it does is it allows you to swap red or green dice for your characteristic dice in your dice pool. And so reckless dice give you opportunities to have more successes, but also you can get more fatigue or sometimes because you're being reckless, whereas conservative dice can... Uh, also give you a chance to have more successes, but you might take more time. There's an hourglass that's a bad result in that. So you can kind of, it's kind of a cool system where you can, you have a lot of different things that you're doing to try to improve your dice pool uh, with either fortune dice or there's there's basically like 10 types of fucking dice in the game. So, And the GM affects your dice pool by throwing challenge dice in, which can cancel out your successes. So if you're going to attack someone, I might say, okay, I think that's going to be an easy task. So I'm going to give you one, throw one challenge die into your die pool. So what ends up happening is when you roll, the GM never rolls against you. You roll your own dice. The GM just adds bad dice to your pool to mm. make it harder for you to succeed. So it's a cool game. I think it's yeah. pretty fun. And the, it's a ton of flavor. I mean, if you want to play a, a dog catcher who has a, a small but vicious dog, uh, which is a card you get, and then you can teach the dog tricks. There's seven tricks you can buy for the dog that will plug into its card that let it do different things. Or hmm. there's magic, spell casting, uh, like priests, all, everything you would want in the systems there. So it's kind of pretty sweet. But in the end, they killed it off. So after I think it, I think it lasted for maybe two, three years, maybe longer mm-hmm. with Fantasy Flight. So now I just have to grab the last few rare things that are available. It'll complete at premium price. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. But I already yeah. have. I mean, I already have thousands of cards. I mean, that's all Fantasy Flight's mo. You know, they get behind. Oh yeah, yeah. huge, and then all of a sudden, poof, they turn yeah. off the spigot. Like the whole company at the end, right? <laughs> that's what that is what they did but i'm hoping to run it at uh, aec con so guys can check it out oh nice nice yeah and oh and the other thing i was going to say is so i mentioned that there's reckless and conservative um each action card you get you can get out your characters also have action cards where they can do things one side of the card is red for reckless one side of the card is green for conservative and so they're different based on what whether you're conservative or reckless. The, the cards actually have different results. In fact, one of them is a very reckless card. And on the green side, it says, why are you conservative right now? That's all it says. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that's what I'm doing. And then playing, obviously, I'm playing in the, a bunch of the games that guys have mentioned, um, getting ready for Traveler and doing a couple of that the osc game i thought was great i really enjoyed it i enjoyed it more than i thought i would uh mm-hmm. i liked the simplicity of it something about it was just kind of nice yeah. right cool did you play bx when you were young kid? no we st- i think we well i had AD&D. a friend who, i had a friend who had it but i think ad and d was pretty much the main game by the mm-hmm. time i was sitting down in people's basements or on their laying on their living room floors while we would play yeah. after school. i mean there's not i mean honestly the difference between bx and ad and d is not large there's a no, there's a lot there's more more class more yeah. well yeah yeah enough I'm talking AD and D first edition it, there yeah. were more classes in AD and D and a couple other things but more and magic. D, that was pretty more spells if you played full yeah. combat pretty pretty detailed 
I, I, well, I like I like the OSC, the rigid aspect of doing even spells, then missile weapons, yeah, then yeah. fighting, mm-hmm. as long as you yeah. stick with that. I like the fact that uh, it didn't feel the way 5e feels, where there's, like, you get to where there's big hit point pools, and then I, I it felt good that while we weren't necessarily doing a ton of damage, we weren't also taking a ton of damage, so you felt like you could survive a little bit. Yeah. Like, I didn't feel like... Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not a magic user, but I didn't feel like uh, we were going to die right away. You know, it was right. But it it felt right. Like less yeah. dice was better. Maybe. Well, I mean, I mean, in five E at first level, it's kind of this way too. Yeah, but so. we're not fifth. We're not first level, and it still doesn't yeah, feel like. Yeah, yeah. I think the five E power levels go up way faster than the original stuff does. Yeah. And too many special deals. Right, all I mean, the, too many yeah. special powers. I, and, and I'm with Carl. I don't hate Five E. I don't know that I'd ever run it, but yeah, but yeah. I mean, it is. It does. It takes me back. I think, and I think OSE Advanced is supposed to be more like AD and D than BX. Um, it feels that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no question about it. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I'd like to see more supplements. Well, let me backtrack that. <clears throat> You know, you could say, I'd like to see more supplements with more magic items, but really what I do is I just go into my first edition D&D. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's all you fucking need to do. Yeah. 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 You know, it's, and again, you know, when Ty, you did a great job with Desert of Desolation, and that was what sold me on it. I'm like, this is this is how you play those old modules. You don't. I liked it when the block it. fell on Carl. That was my yeah. favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the big yeah. Monty Python foot. Yeah, so good. <laughs> but he got to turn into a sexy paladin, and I got to I turn into a. I was just. Shitty, I was listening I as turn Ty, into a shitty gnome. I was just listening as Ty was setting it up, and I'm like. Carl, I'm driving. I'm like, Carl, I don't think what you're about to do is a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I could tell Carl was getting, I don't know, either bored or just like not, like, I don't know. But I don't know. I, I had those shoes, man. It's like, it works. I had those shoes. I was like, I could, problem. I guess I should, I thought, I figured I should be, should be able to get out of there. No problem. And of course, like everything had to go wrong. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It did. <laughs> yeah yeah well you're a good sport and uh yeah it, yeah that was i mean so pete i mean we we were talking about a1 a little bit hollywood was on i think you hopped on and hollywood was talking about it but you know what are you you're running that you're you and hollywood are running that together yeah right um match made in heaven yeah yeah i mean i guess You'll talk about know which gm is talking that's right yes that's true that's true <laughs> So that's a, that's a, that's some of the stuff that you're running. Uh, what are you running anything else? You playing anything else? Well, let's see. Uh, just about everything else has been mentioned. So been playing in both uh, the Apple Lane Gang with with Dave's RuneQuest, uh, mm. the Middle Earth, uh, buying mints, and uh, <laughs> picking off travelers. <laughs> Pete has the strangest druid character. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. You know when you're when you're a druid in an urban adventure, you make do. Uh, you are like that 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 brown wizard, like the wizard, the one wizard right that likes right, nature. Right, right. You're very similar right. to that character. Yes. <laughs> um, I I, I want to make a little note about Traveler though, because just last week, uh, well, it was a week ago, uh, we did the first round of the character development for that one our character roll up and I, I love character roll up in the original traveler. And this one, 
this mongoose edition absolutely not only preserves that it builds mm-hmm. on it yeah yeah yeah, yeah i agree yep. uh, i love the way it inherently gives players opportunities to say you know each other it's not like you know oh everybody yeah. meets together in a bar no it was you're creating your character backstories there are opportunities to look across the table and say oh my uh my pirate fucked up i need a lawyer duck <laughs> right i'm a i'm a dilettante and i have nothing better to do so sure i'll defend you right right uh for you know, a that- favor <laughs> exactly <laughs> and, and that's that's the whole thing you know immediately your character not only your character gets richer but your relationship with the other characters get richer yeah and it's built in to do that it's really rather clever and makes character roll up the mini game not only the mini game that it used to be but the storytelling game uh that it can be i really well, i really love that i also think the way the the, the system is with that 2d6 system where you have a few stats you have a couple skills and then that kind of lets the players fill in all the rest with how they want their character to be mm-hmm. you know what i mean like sometimes less is more as far as uh, you you have maybe eight skills, you have six stats, and that's it. And, and you're yeah. pretty sure that you can be killed by most things in the game. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like real life. Like you're not going to survive <laughs> really violent <laughs> encounters. I, the, I think the like there there are quite a few skills in Traveler. I think there's like thirty or forty, right? But the way that they do character generation with the iteration over your career before yeah. you become an adventurer, it's it narrows it character. down. It's not like the yeah. thing with GURPS that I will admit is a valid criticism is you're like, you're paging through these hundred and 200 skills. I'm like, what the fuck? And you have to explain your character's backstory, but traveler walks you through that. And like, yeah. Hey, like, Oh, you're in the Naval Academy, roll the die and you get that skill. Okay. Oh, okay. I have that skill. Oh, that makes sense. Cause I used to be on this Corvette and, you know, and I had to work on the engine cause there was nobody else. And so I picked right. up this mechanic yeah. skill, right? Yeah. yeah. No, it's good. I like it. Yeah. I just, there. I just, I just like that. It's kind of like, it gives you some broad strokes and really that. Yeah. I think the, like, I, cause I felt like Samer's kind of like, okay, well now you guys can go back in it. I'm like, no, no, no. I want to do more session zero. Yeah. 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 No, it's good. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, I, I didn't necessarily want together, session zero to end. It's a group activity. It's a group yeah, activity. I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm more for doing it together right. and just working right. on the characters. Yeah. It passed, was the, uh, it passed the good war game litmus test. You know, Dave and I have talked about this, you know, you do a game on Thursday night and if you wake up Friday morning wanting war mm-hmm. right away, yeah. you know, yeah, that's yeah, the way yeah. I that's the way I felt about it. It's like, oh, man, I sure. want to get back to rolling up my character. What yeah. Are you meeting yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and that's, that's a good, just rolling that's a good up test. So. Yeah. Well, that may be the most fun we have. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> we peaked. We peaked at session zero. <laughs> we did. <laughs> there was the whole campaign. Now. We peaked at session zero. <laughs> that is that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's that's good. going up in the shop for nobody to buy. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I'll buy that one. I might buy that one. Yeah. <laughs> so Pete, I, I, I did want to ask you in, in Hollywood about about A1, because I think with all the way that this was set up and it's you know it's called Crawls of Greyhawk. You said you were focusing on the uh, the tournament modules, the the kind right. of original tournament modules from TSR. Like I kind of expected that we were going to start on the doorstep of the slavers, wherever that is, and you're running the clock and counting points. Like, 
what, what's what's I don't know if we got a chance to talk about your vision for the the way that you're running that. It, it almost felt like we were kind of running it more like a campaign for that first session. Hollywood, you like want a traditional jump on campaign. That? I mean, I got plenty I could say, but you want to jump on that? I think uh, I think absolutely, it's a campaign, and okay. um, we we looked at it and. It just felt like it was missing something the way that it opens. And I didn't like the whole tournament opening and the whole tournament thing. Mm -hmm. You know, at first it was like, hey, let's just run tournaments and see how many people we can quickly kill off and, you know, who ends up being the best. But now it, it just feels more like it's a it's a beautiful beast we want to explore a little bit and add to. So, cool. I mean, that's kind of where my head's at. Right. Yeah, that's great. It, it's, it's us, right? Mm -hmm. So we need to carve out space for people to role play and fuck around. Yeah. And, you know, to just go in and mechanistically, you know, go through and hack, 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 slash, slash, slash. Yeah. That, that could be entertaining, but really we get together every third Tuesday, mark your calendars, people, uh, <laughs> you know, to, to fuck around and find out. And we, we want to have some character interaction for, for you guys and some, room to really role play and yeah you know the the combat will come and the nostalgia part of going through that uh slaver stockade again is is going to come back but mm -hmm. you know let's let's do it with a little flavor and a little flair and we're just innately role players i guess that's the point we we didn't want to just do it vanilla yeah that's when we're all at our best i think is when we're role playing you know, if, if you there have been some times where I've run Strahd and it's been like a giant fight from beginning to end. And there was mm -hmm. not a whole lot of stuff to do role playing wise because there was so much fight to get through. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, you're just like, man, that was that was that was a slog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've always said it's fun until the combat starts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's how I feel about a lot of these systems. The I mean, that is I mean honestly. <laughs> yeah, work. I mean, even I even I play war games for the story. So why the hell would I want? Like, I want my story right. and my RPGs right. too, right? Right. Like yeah. when they're when they're grinding through a bunch of orcs, and you're like, man, I want to get back to the scene we just had before, where they were arguing who was going to go through the door first. Like, yeah, that was yeah. fun. Like, yeah. now we're just <laughs> we're just grinding down these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I feel like it's starting to drag in a combat and i think i've said it before but i'll just be like okay we know how this is going to finish up so why don't you guys i'll just wrap it up like i'm not yeah. going to make them fight to the last yeah yeah it's all round tables but yeah, yeah. It seems you can like feel you can feel when it's starting to get like oh uh, yeah, yeah become like yeah. a okay let's go around to the I, top I, of the I, initiative I, order let's see what happens now yeah i've done that i've done that probably not as quick as you have but i've done that too even in even in dcc which is a dungeon crawl like yeah you guys win so yeah let's, yeah you know, what do I mean, you do you got, with what do you do with the bodies or or sometimes yeah <laughs> if they surrender that that's the nice thing about RuneQuest. they surrender yeah. now you've got ransom like, what are you going to do with these guys? You're in the middle of a dungeon. <laughs> yeah, no OSC or has in, the morale. In morale yeah, absolutely. Oh. I was just going to say that. Every I can round, tell you what my DCC characters would do. That's right. They would, they would lead Hansi away and just kill them. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Only dreams. Only dreams, Hansi. <laughs> go, to your, go to your safe place. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Peter's the pivot. All right, Duck, you're you're our uh, marathon marathon man. Uh, you well, gotta... yeah, you're you're going to bring up the bookend, but sure, I'll I'll uh, yeah, I'll do what I can. Um, still running the the two Wednesday sessions every other Wednesday. Uh, so DCC White Rock has been mentioned. Uh, we we started a uh, side quest last time in in a city, and uh, things got interesting. So that'll be fun. And Forbidden Lands, uh, the other Wednesdays, which has uh, a bunch of people. Dave is uh, fairly new to that. So we, we were stuck in kind of uh, one of the crappiest cities anywhere. And uh, we finally all decided Cleveland? we were... Yeah. Or Grindbone. Uh, same <laughs> thing. Uh, we finally decided we were sick of that. So uh, we just left uh, last time. So we'll... We'll be back out on the uh, the Forbidden Lands, back in the hex crawling business. So yeah, and that, I think that was a good conversation. Where we were just kind of like, mm-hmm. "Man, this city sucks." Yeah, <laughs> basically, like we don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I mean, th- there is a bit to Forbidden Lands. Like Forbidden Lands is not, it's not Disneyland. It's you know, it's not even like D and D Funland. It's true. It's gritty, shitty. People are suck, but Grindbone is especially bad. Like, yeah, and and you know, I had to go through the whole uh, gyrations to explain like how we have a thieves guild and the slavers guild fighting the town, and you have a thieves guild running the town, but like, who are they stealing from? Are they stealing from themselves? And like, yeah, I had to, like, yeah, and Dave and Dave's calling me out on the shit. I'm like, I know, but you know, it's like, <laughs> no, this. Is, so it's like the corporate office of the thieves guild. So I had to like, you do these gymnastics to explain it. It's a little weird. But yeah, I was like, what are all the thieves doing during the I day? Know, yeah. no, it's, <laughs> it's, corporate, it's the corporate office. Yeah. Anyway, I had to think, but there that is one thing I will criticize Forbidden uh Free League for. Like, like what exact how exactly does the economy of Grindbone work? But anyway, um it's good. Uh and it's a good group of guys. And um and, and John bitches about, you know, when we play house. He really, really does not like playing house, which are like the build a stronghold rules and forbidden lands. But yeah, that's kind of the point of part of the game, though. Part of it, it's yeah, it's a component. Well, um, I think the the issue is just that the game really shines with that kind of exploration hex crawl aspect. Once yeah. you spend so much time in one hex, you start to lose a lot of what kind of makes it cool. And right. So... Right. 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 Uh, and there, and there is a bit of the like. I think the other, and I'm going to just take what Dave says, agree with him, and build on it, and say, it's that I have to. I'm on a journey from this point to this point, and maybe I don't even know where point B is, but I'm I'm exploring as I go, and it's a resource like you're you're like you know you're on the cusp of running out of food, running out of water. You've got to hunt. You've got like it's an it's a resource management game too, even yeah. if you're not talking about a stronghold. So because well, like, that put, that puts a little bit of feeling of desperation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. yeah, I like Forbidden Lands generally. Um, we've gone through like 45 sessions now. Um, I'm yeah. wondering, yeah, I'm wondering, and 65 for DCC White Rock. But DCC White Rock, I mean, it's a mega dungeon. We're on level four of 15, so we're fine. Plus, um, the party <laughs> in the DCC White Rock is wildly entertaining. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, all the guild. RPGs I've run, like I've, if I ever run out of ideas, you know, I just put them in a enclosed space and I shake a little bit, and then I just sit back and like, <laughs> <laughs> like on the the stars without number was perfect. Like, yeah, oh uh, yeah, the the AIs have enabled the self destruct on your ship. What are you going to do? And they start fighting with each other. I'm like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> do that. <laughs> just like the AI intended. 
Yep. Yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm running those two. Uh, I will uh, for running stuff in uh, various like times when shit uh, got canceled. I've done two Fate Diaspora uh, session zeros. So Fate Diaspora is a uh, a bunch of guys who played Classic Traveler and then uh, played it for years and years and years and years. And then Fate came around in the early 2000s and like, oh, let's try this. And they wrote a version of Traveler for Fate. And the session zero is, uh, it's a very abstracted, you generate a sector, you, you know, you roll the Fate dice for like, what the planets are and how they're connected. So Hollywood and uh, Kyle and James and I for during a Strahd session did one. And then we went further. Art and Patrick and I did a sector creation. And then the the other four of us on the second time, we went further and did the characters. And Fate is really good at like, you know, you you just like in the Traveler Mongo second edition, you tell a story and you have to incorporate like the character, the player to your left, and then the player to your right. Um, and we came up some, with some weird shit. It was a lot of fun. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and it immediately made me want to jump back into it. Like yeah. you were saying, Pete, if you wake up the next morning and you want to play more, it was successful. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I did too. And so I have yet to play Fate. And as an RPG, we've just done these session zeros. But that's kind of my like. Mm. I mean, Fate. I don't like. I first read it five years ago and i was like what the fuck i don't get it uh but i think like all the like playing the pbta games we've had i get it like mm -hmm. pbta is kind of like you've fate grown light. you've grown yeah. and evolved yeah pbta is like fate light fate is like everything like even more abstracted pbta but like the thing where like if this happens the player decides what happens and you know there's like success with the cost and all these things are those are all in fate i'm like oh i get it now so i think fate could be good um Anyway, so I'm noodling around with maybe doing some of that stuff. Maybe we could run some of our diasporic characters in a in a one shot. Who knows? Um, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I keep having ideas for one shots. Um, <laughs> Rex is trying to like you know we played the War of Austrian Succession at Donkey Kong for the last two years. Um, me, <laughs> Rex, Lawrence, and um, Jeff. And Carl, um, and uh, like I, I really like I get so into it. Um, like I want to run an RPG in that setting, in that Ita the Italian uh, theater of the War of Austrian Succession, like a, um, you know, like a, a thirty dozen or you know some sort of military unit trying to accomplish an objective. I have, a, I actually have a um, a module that's kidnapped the Archpriest, which I think might work. Um, but anyway, so I'm, I was touring around, I was reading honor plus intrigue, which is like a swashbuckling RPG. It's pretty good actually. Um, and then there's always GURPS. So I don't know, may, maybe something like that. That's what I'm GURPS. Yeah. That's what GURPS. I'm prepping in my head. GURPS, GURPS. Yep. Nice. nice. Uh, play and then playing, uh, I, there's no, I haven't heard any love for mutant year zero. I think maybe cause no one else is in it, but Ty's running that. It's great. We're, uh, we're, uh, you know, the whole thing with Mutant Year Zero is it's a post-apocalyptic and you're all mutants and then you hear about Eden. Well, we're in Eden and it's very disappointing, so I blame Ty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Uh, Jason's mothership uh, is a blast. Oh, right. Time. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Curse of Strahd, of course. Um, I want to give a shout out to Pete finishing. I don't think we've had a roundtable since Pete uh, finale Greyhawk. 
uh, mistakes were made in Greyhawk. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So I want to give a shout out to that. That was, I, I, uh, I woke up from that and like, like interrupted my wife from her work meeting. I'm like, I got to tell you what happened in our RPG session. Last <laughs> <time>. <laughs> she didn't, she didn't appreciate it, but anyway, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Loading um, my staff. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so good. Crossbow. So good. So good. Uh, I loved it. And then, and then, and then, where we all wake. I think, I think, Mai's going to wake up in New Jersey too. I really think that has to happen, also, because and and there needs to be like a follow up. But anyway, um, and Gutboy, of course, is the wrestling champion of uh, Mount Vernon yeah. High School. I'll be the lifeguard, man. I'm the lifeguard out on the beach, <laughs> on the shore, out by the boardwalk. We just go, we just go into it like a a, a kids on a kids on bikes session or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> we're, all, we're all transformed into like 17 year olds like, did you, no did you end no with running the with the pool no running did you with end the with the players being people in the 80s playing the game uh we oh, so pete, no uh spoilers uh pete has a had a session with jason and i called you know he has the jersey 83 stuff mm -hmm. and so at the end of the greyhawk one we went through a portal to the and we were merged with the Jersey eighty three session that Jason and I were in with the characters from that. So Jason nice. had his uh, uh, his Catholic uh, exorcism fighter, and I had my action scientist in this weird thing. And so of course my action scientist and my uh, anime wizard girl get together and basically like put put their two superpower weapons together, you know, and like reverse the polarity and like blew everything to, be, right. to pieces. Right. Holy and shit. I was thinking that we would all die, but then Pete says we wake up in New Jersey, and I'm like, oh, it's so good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gut, Gut Boy's going to wrestle at 98 pounds, New Jersey champion. <laughs> nice. I can see him bouncing on the balls of his feet back and forth right now. It's perfect. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah, so shout out to, to everyone in that, Pete especially. Yeah, that was um, good, guys. Yeah, and I uh, like stuff that won't get mentioned, art, uh, is running M space and he's moved that to Savage Worlds, which is a fucking blast. So we're uh, we're out in the he's so he's running like a, um, within the solar system like an expanse level technology thing. So we've we've run a ship out to the moons of Saturn and there's you know a Chinese lady who's like contracted us and you know eh, maybe we're working for her maybe we're not I don't know it's good that's me Jesse and uh, backdoor. Mm -hmm. Um, and then he's also running Deus Vault, which is where you're, you're kind of monk, uh, priest, uh, super agents in the 1100s in, and we were in France when he ran it originally. And now we're in England. And, uh, I think he's using a shadows of the demon Lord adventure module. So there's like possession and shit and we're all fighting it. And there were some great, like, so Pete A is in that. And Pete A was playing this like uh, super doctrinal, like, oh, you know, that guy, that guy's a heretic. Let's kill him. And I'm like, wait, dude, we need to get information out of that guy. So, and like, and then Pete A like above the table, he like went ahead and just like started killing that guy. So like I started attacking his character. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. So. Yeah, I think, uh, and you know, I'm in the the dungeon fantasy. That's a lot of fun. Um, I think that's about it. Uh, the Traveler, the Diaspora, Castle Amber. Yeah, that's enough. Nice. Uh, yeah, quite a collection. Uh, I'm in your White Rock 
I'm in uh, Pete and Hollywood's uh, Greyhawk Crawl. I, I do want uh, to point out your dwarf in White Rock is uh, is looking at real estate. So, you know, we got that going. That's right. He's looking, <laughs> looking to get a bachelor pad. Um, <laughs> looking to invest in business, make a name for yeah. himself in uh, mm -hmm. Silomar. Um, I think, uh, as you mentioned, we're, we're pretty deep into Mutant Year Zero. And maybe that, that ending is on the horizon. So I'm thinking about what's what's next, and I've got too much time on my hands, so I, I probably switch every week what I'm thinking about for next. Sometimes it's Twilight mm -hmm. 2000s, sometimes it's Cthulhu, OSE, Forbidden Lands, RuneQuest, Coriolis, whatever I'm reading this week is <laughs> what I'm probably going to run, so I don't know I feel what you. it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, I don't know. Sounds like we're pretty active on the guild with everything we're running and playing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have, a, I have a question, though. <clears throat> I want mm -hmm. to do another one-shot, like mm -hmm. Alien or Conan. Or, or Blade uh, Runner. Or Blade Runner or Octung Cthulhu. And I'm wondering, which should I run? It'd be a, a, one of those one-shots where I take groups of two or three or four people through until I run it like six times. Blade Runner, huh? What'd yeah. you say? You said Alien, Blade Runner, Cthulhu, mm -hmm. or what? Alien, Blade Runner, Conan, or uh, Octung Cthulhu. I would do Octung. Blade Runner. I would probably do Octung Cthulhu too, but I'm not yeah. sure. As long as like, what is that? Is that uh, the is that a D100 system? Octung Cthulhu? No, it's two D20. D20. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. are, are, there, I... are those are those all two D20 games? Uh, Conan and Octong are two D twenty, and uh, aliens. Trek. Alien, they're all D six. They're yeah, forbidden aliens. lands. Yeah, D six thing. The mutant year yeah. zero. Uh, mutant year zero engine. Year zero engine. Yeah. Have yeah. you looked I'd at Vassen? For... Have you looked at what? Vassen. V a e s e n. The... No, I uh, I haven't. Mm. Okay. That's a good yeah. one too. Is that another mutant? Is Mutant yeah, Year Zero, it's, yeah, it's a Year Zero engine. It's uh, mm -hmm. it was originally like Swedish. Uh, you're you're uh, fighting you're fighting monsters of folklore from Sweden, but they came out with a uh, Ireland and England expansion uh, oh, recently. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Do Blade Runner. Play Irish I, monsters? Do Blade yeah. Runner? Yeah, I I would definitely I do Blade Runner in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. The same one that you and I were in. Uh, that would be a good one to run a bunch of people through. I would be yeah. sad because I've already done it. Um, yeah. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd want to play that or Alien for sure. I'd be but are the, don't the Alien ones, they kind of seem samey. Well, I mean, it's... Uh, it's. I mean, it's most everyone's going to die. Yeah, and, and you <laughs> yeah. know there's an Alien. Yeah. yeah. Of some sort. Yeah. It's like... I think you've done... Like, the Alien ones you've done were excellent. I yeah I would do something else if yeah or I, I, I would, and, and yeah no, I just think there's a limited number yeah. of alien related adventures in the name of the game right it's yeah I mean you could have well, other stuff that you would do but it's just I don't know if they're doing for a one that. shot for a one shot it's you know there's going to be a xenomorph right it, it's just yeah yeah but the alien system I think is solid I think you could do it for just like a generic space game um, but then that wouldn't be a one shot so. That yeah. stress mechanic's a lot of fun. It is. That uh the alien year zero implementation mm -hmm. is one of my favorites. It's great. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It's solid. Yeah. All right. So most uh, of the vote is Blade Runner. Yeah. 
Blade Runner is a fucking ton. I, I mean, you you were like you were yeah. there, dude. That was a shit yeah. ton of fun. No, we had a great time. Yeah, highly recommended yeah. if you guys haven't listened to that. Jason running Hollywood and I through Blade Runner, really good. Although, if you want to be run through Blade Runner, don't listen to it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm up for Blade Runner, but no replicants. What? Oh. Yeah. All it's like all an average humans, day of all Blade Runner. humans. Racist. Yeah, just, yeah, just kind of like think outside of the box. What? Just no a bunch of guys walking around in the rain eating noodles. Yeah, How mix it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The search for the it's, yeah, it's Tom Popo. It's the search for the perfect noodle. Dave, Dave. Blade Runner <laughs> style. Fish. I hate Two. to tell you, everyone in Blade Runner is a replicant. There's no humans left. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like real life. That's right. It is. I'll, I'll, I'll cast the outsider vote for Octon Cthulhu, but that's only because is of... is Octon Cthulhu the Germans have basically gotten the old ones to work for them? Is that the idea that they're yeah, the baddies? It's like, it's like uh, World War Two Cthulhu, Nazi Nazi occult goodness. And we're like U.S. soldiers fighting against it, or, or it could or be yeah, some kind of you know spies for MI6 or. But it could be like like. Uh, like vampires or whatever it could be like we're killing stuff but it's not necessarily going to be the classic old one thing no in fact i was thinking about uh doing something that's werewolf heavy uh, oh that's cool i would shock. do that shock no i would do yeah, that i know right shock <laughs> is it going to involve a lighthouse because if it is i'm going straight to the lighthouse <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> absolutely the I, i'm writing in one the in, <laughs> in the lighthouse at the top by the way, everybody, uh, we are at uh, one hour and 16 minutes before the lighthouse reference has been uttered. So. That's right. <laughs> My Cthulhu character's ability, strongest ability is going to be detect library. <laughs> Did you go well, to the library? I played 64 <laughs> sessions with Ty, and nobody ever explained to me that like you should go to the library. Do like, your, oh, do I like never played Call of Cthulhu before. How the fuck was I supposed to know? Do All right, it's, it's time it's time for a confession out of all these years of rpging and all the things i have on the shelves i've only played cthulhu uh once yeah mm. with with ralph yeah in dallas yeah. yep oh yeah that was good ralph ralph runs a, a mean cthulhu he, he oh, does a man. great job yeah he has no heart, so he's the perfect GM. Yeah, he, is. he really is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll I'll forever remember when Dave and I blew everyone up, including ourselves, to you know to end the session. Yeah, that was pretty Great. classic. It was excellent. Yeah. It was excellent. Uh, I mean, you don't. Yeah, it was it was beautiful. I loved it. Yeah, that's the way that uh, Cthulhu goes down in those one shots, like the cons and stuff. Four hours in. Everybody's done. Yeah, we drive the truck into the gas station. Yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> or, it's, or it's like jumping in the pit for uh, the fantasy for melee. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow the yeah, Pete, Pete have, have you gotten any of that fantasy trip stuff that, that Ballistic Games is putting out? Like, are you buying more stuff for the fantasy trip? Or are you kind of happy with what you've got? I'm happy with what I've got. Because they're putting I've out got... a bunch of new stuff for that. Yeah, yeah. That Douglas, uh, what's his mm -hmm. name? Yeah, yeah, from ballistic. Is he gaming. doing like programmed adventures, or is it yeah, he's doing adventuring, yeah. like adventures for it. Yeah. Oh, is that the stuff that Jason has dabbled with? I I wish he was here, Jason. We wish you were here because there's of course there's he who uh, who have been for some time now, like publishing solo program style stuff. Yeah, he's got no, a bunch of stuff. I don't he's think really Jason's doing that. This Douglas guy is doing program style stuff for the fantasy trip, though. 
yeah, they're doing new well, stuff. I need to look into that because it's it's outstanding uh, convention play. He he does good stuff. His GURP stuff I like. He's, he's good. He's solid. Yeah, he does solid. What's his stuff. name again? I'm gonna write it down. It's called Ballistic Gaming, Gaming Ballistic. Gaming, Gaming Ballistic. Ballistic. Gaming Ballistic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and you know if you want to, uh, you know, try before you buy. Let me know. <laughs> okay, we'll see how the library's doing. Yeah, have, um, that's great. As as someone once says, I have detailed files. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I love that system for getting a bunch of people together and just hacking and slashing. And I love the combat yeah. mechanic of, hey, it's it's the ranged weapons first, and then it gets to like weapon length and things like that, weapon speed. I mean, it's it's clever and it's fun. Melee melee is decent. Yeah, I like melee. Yeah. I'm not playing it for story. I'm I'm playing it to basically do Diablo on a tabletop with friends and have a few laughs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. nice. Ty, we got so, it here. Did you cover all your shit? Did you get everything in? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually not playing it all that much. Uh, yeah. And I think about it, but, uh, but the stuff I'm playing in is great. And uh, yeah, looking forward to what's next. Cool. Um, well, I'm so gonna quote I, Forrest Gump and say, "I got to pay." So I'm be right back. I've had too many Dr. Peppers. Uh, I'll be right back. I'm going to get a water. <laughs> yeah, everyone do a refill for a couple minutes. That sounds good. All right, we'll be back. Hey there, Hollywood. Yeah, I, I didn't even. Yeah, I didn't even think about. I didn't even piece that together with the strike and everything. That's got to really kind of mess up your your gig there, huh? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I had to lay a bunch of people off, and we're just kind of making things that we know we'll rent. Yeah, and there's a couple of small things, um, some shows that are shooting out of the country that have waivers uh, or are just <laughs> not using SAG actors, so. But, you know, like I did get a couple of calls, you know, one of them is, is a show like that, that we were supposed to start before the strike and then went away for a bit. Mm -hmm. And then um, there's some sort of commercial thing that wants us to do something real quickly. So yeah. what about uh, what about private parties that would like prosthetic penises? <laughs> Did you see that email we got the other day? I did. Yeah, we sure did. <laughs> what about someone who wants a baby and a prosthetic penis? Yeah. Or a baby with a prosthetic penis? <laughs> Fucking man. Blacklisted. <laughs> They're blacklisted. Come on. Yeah. yeah, he says that now. Give, give the strike six months. Right. <laughs> well, in six yeah. months, we're all watching Canadian television. So hang on, everybody. Yeah. It's going to be a bit of a bit of a stretch here i don't know man i'm, I'm gonna start the midsummer murder series over again and then i'll be back in two years i'll see you guys after that <laughs> nice thing about being old is i don't remember four years ago what any of those episodes were about <laughs> it's a, a total rewatchability on all that yeah what was that one show on sky tv and it had the guy who wore the eye patch from um, Game of Thrones. Uh, I forget the character's name, but he was like the Lord of Light guy. And uh, Stanley Tucci was like Fortitude or something like that. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it was called. Yeah. I think it, it was called Fortitude. Like, uh, Sweden or Finland. Yeah. Yeah. 
Whoa. Yeah. What an outstanding piece of television that show is. Fucking crazy. I'm, I'm really enjoying Dark Sands. That's the one I'm liking. Is that the uh, the reservation the cop show? Yeah. yeah. Good. I need Good to. Stuff. It's in the queue. It's in the queue. We did all the makeup pieces for that dude with all the scars on his face. Oh yeah, the 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 uh, the Buffalo Society guy. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Is that Netflix, Dave, or where is it? A- AMC? Oh, okay. It's uh, the Hillerman books are great, great paperbacks, and it's each book is a season, so nice. they could they could make like twenty seasons. But it's being done like by all like the Navajo are very involved in it. They're making sure it's really. It, it's it's great. The oh, acting's fantastic. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. And it's set in the seventies, right? So it's all like old school. Nobody has vests on. It's all jeans and shirts and, and jacked up Broncos driving around in Navajo <laughs> territory. Right, right. By the way, anybody who wonders what, what Hollywood does for a living, like if you've ever watched Cake Boss and they have like those big rolling racks of like donuts or pies or cakes or something, he has big rolling racks of scars laid out on trays. <laughs> it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Yep. He's been there. He's seen it. Really? We did a set visit, Pete. We did a we did a little visit to the shop, which was uh, the shop, just okay. blocks away from where I lived in Los Angeles back in 1991 when I was down there. Oh yeah, and my old police station's down right there. there. The the uh, the car pools, the uh, the uh, motor pool is there. Yep, it's right there. A couple of months back, they asked us if uh, they could borrow our camera footage because some guy got murdered on the corner. <laughs> wow. Oh, <geez>. wow. <laughs> shocked. Fuck! Welcome to yeah. Van Nuys, ladies and gentlemen. That's yeah. that's what we did. We were a bunch of college kids from fucking Eastern Washington who, on a Friday night, we would just stand out on the lanai of our place overlooking Victory Boulevard and smoke. Lanai, listen to you, fancy ass Hawaiian motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it's called lanai. a porch, jackass. It's a porch. It's How can I? Uh, we, you know I mean? we we referred to it as the lanai because we were classy. But I mean, that's all would we would like do. We would watch the police calls at the apartment and kiss company. me on the veranda, Pete. <laughs> What's that in the veranda? <laughs> yes, there—that's a joke from like one of the uh, police squad movies or something. Would you kiss me on the veranda? I don't know. We just don't. We just met each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steve Gutenberg, you're such a card. Yeah. Nice fever. Thank you. I just had it stuck. <laughs> <laughs> let's make some blue oyster bar jokes too while we're at it. Let's let's keep it let's keep it going. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> I remember as a kid watching that and being like, I don't know if I a hundred percent understand what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Looking at the village Alfred. people weren't straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? We thought they Big were so cool. <laughs> <laughs> but the one guy's like wearing like leather and stuff. How can he not be straight? Right. He's a biker. He's biker. He's, He's a cool. biker. He's like Rob yeah, Halford. Like Rob I mean, you know what's wrong with that? <laughs> Oh Lord! Yeah. All right. Well, it sounds like we got everybody back. I guess we'll talk about RPGs some more. Um, uh. Yeah, I know. So I, 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 
I kind of threw out a whole bunch of topics. I was just kind of diving into our big trove of of topics yeah. that we had pulled out. I, I, some of them have kind of come up on the side. Is anything burning uh, burning topics that uh, anybody wants to uh, to tackle? No, well, I've got to decide if I should back Historica or Cam. Yeah. Oh, is that, crusade? To, is that the Crusades? Is that the Crusades one? one? Yeah. But, yeah, it looks and, cool. But, it, it looks very cool. They make very fancy books. Um, here's the thing. And so I have, you know, I, there's a, there was a humble bundle for the, they did one, the Crescent city, which I think is Istanbul in the 1800s uh, or Constantinople or whatever the fuck it is, you know, yeah. the, they might be giants. will let me know. <laughs> um, and uh, then they did empires of the silk road, uh, which is obviously earlier, probably closer. Is, is, is there stuff fun to read? Um, so as I look through if the it's not, if it's not, question. I would say no. Yeah, that's, it's not like it, the art is okay. The, and, but like the first, I, I read like the first, I skimmed through the first chapter. It's all, it's very, and, and Rex kind of mentioned this. I'm like, oh, it'll be fine. But it's not, it's like very 5e focused. It's very like, yeah. here's how you do this in 5e. Yeah. I think I need to skip ahead to like the. Um, but and here's the other thing: the city of the crescent, like, like they start talking, like they they do, uh, like they do the historical stuff, but then they have a whole adventure set in the setting, and they do the city of the crescent. And they don't have a fucking map of Constantinople. I'm like, and I and I'm like, really, it's there's no map, and I'm like skimming through the PDF, and it's taking forever to load, and then I go Google it, like, and I'm reading a review, and I'm like, yeah, strangely enough, it's missing a map of Constantinople. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, and then it comes with a map pack, and there isn't even a map of the city. Like they have individual like encounters, like oh, you know, the merchant's room map, and like great, like where's the fucking map of the city? Because that's what I come for. Like I love city maps, and there's none. So I don't know. Like yeah, if so. you weren't gonna, if you aren't gonna do it with five E, then definitely don't do it. Right, right, and I did. Yeah, that's, and I was hoping that it was much more because there are like. Uh, or I was reading another one. There's a 5e simple, uh, supplement for something, but it was very light on the 5e and very heavy on the material. Like, that's the, what I, I think was that, hoping. that period is super cool. Like, yeah, if you could yeah, have yeah. a really cool, like, Jerusalem during yeah. the Crusades and like Venetian merchants and Christians exactly. and Muslims and everybody, you could assassins, yeah. And, yeah, cool. and you could bring in all the biblical shit. Like you could bring yes. in devils and all. That oh, kind of absolutely! Stuff, right? yeah. yeah, I mean, you basically got a struggle between religions and everything. Yeah, it would be awesome. I just but they don't, they I'm really not, have to. Yeah. It would have to be really juicy for a source yeah. book, you know. Yeah, and uh, based and I I can't like they have they haven't they've put out like a quick start. I don't even know if that's useful, but based on what they've put out so far on the other ones, I'm like meh. So I don't know, but yeah, I'm, I'm with Dave. It would be awesome. There is a GURPS Crusades now. Now it makes me want to check that out. Though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I am well, going to do the Cohort Cthulhu though. That looks fucking cool. The which one? Cohort Cthulhu. That's the ancient wow. Rome Cthulhu thing. Where did oh, I hear? Where are you talking about that? We, Somebody we've was seen talking that. About it, that. It came up on Discord. Elaborate, please. Yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah, yeah, it's it. Uh, it's they're gonna Rome. do a Kickstarter for it. It's uh, the Roman Empire, and there's Cthulhu stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, they sent a Kickstarter out for it, but it's um, it hasn't started yet. And it might even be where the Roman Empire survives longer. I'm not sure. sure. Oh, is it a Modifius? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is okay. it, oh, cohorts. Okay. Not cohort. Cohorts. The, okay. The, the, the cool silent. thing that I saw was uh, Pendragon. I was reading through, I got the Pendragon starter set, and I was yeah, reading I through some too. of that stuff. Yeah. It's pretty neat. I mean, some of the stuff they're talking about looks pretty fun. Yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, to, 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 to like to kind of frame this in terms of a round table topic like uh does do we have a question we want to think about for historical oh, yeah. rpgs or um like what i mean i i i think is there any like we're i i personally am fascinated with trying to run an rpg set in a historical setting um does i know a, does a middle earth one count <laughs> it's pretty close it's pretty close the lore is so like right. documented it's as well almost known. historical yeah. Right? yeah no i i think yours counts i think yours counts but i mean i'm gonna give a shout out to rex because his 30 years war uh adventure using zweihander was just like like I mean, you, know, you you could smell the you know this was a city like we were just workers in the city that was being sacked by the Catholics I think um, or maybe the Protestants who who the fuck cares but um, it we were being it was being sacked and like you know we we're trying to we we're trying to survive this this war torn uh, encounter and it's it was excellent that's just kind of what motivated me to think about the War of Austria Succession stuff. Well, and um, he did his Delta Green stuff, right? Didn't that have historical yep. stuff? Yeah, in, in the sixties. Yep, yeah. The f I think it's uh, fall of Delta Green. Somebody ran some World War II Cthulhu stuff. Yeah, some motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <Somebody who laughs> was that historical? I don't know. The love. Yeah, no, that was Maybe that was pretty historical. I don't know. <clears throat> Until we we destroyed a, an old god with a torpedo. I mean, who believes that? <laughs> I mean, I guess the idea is like, what does the historical part of it add, like, add to the yeah. adventure? That's a great question. Setting, right? Yeah. Like, or 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 the roundtable topic is like, you know, what are you interested in historical RPGs and why? If you are, or why not? Yeah, I'm generally not. Really, I, th I think. Okay. Also, how does that handcuff you as a GM? Or maybe that's a good you, yeah yeah kind of handcuff you shoehorn you into something, right? Well, yeah, and and well, and this is why I think Dave's uh, Murps stuff counts because like how much are the players going to say? Well, actually, right, right. <laughs> right. But the whole premise though of that Murps adventure is that you guys can actually change the history yeah, of what happened in Arnor during that period, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also, I know more about it than you guys. So I, I think. Can... Yeah, you do, you do, and that helps. Uh, when as long as one of the players isn't like uh, an expert more than the GM, I think it works okay. I think as long as you leave it open to like, you know, we're we're playing in a historical set. Here's my thinking, and when I was thinking about this for like playing in the War of Austrian Succession, like you start with a historical situation, and then you're not constrained by what happened historically. Like you just you just set it up from there, and then you go. Right. Well, one so, of the one of the big advantages too is that if you're using a historical setting that I think the players are all familiar with, it gives you a frame of reference where everyone kind of right. understands the way it's going to work. Everyone understands yeah. some kind of some rules, like okay, we're all in the British Army in World War II or whatever. We all exactly. know kind of how this is going to be. So it does make it easier for the players, I think, in a way to we're in Belgium immediately. We know have an idea of what that's going to look like. You right, know, right. Or we're sneaking into German-occupied France in 1943. Yeah. Right. right, yeah. Yeah, yep. No, that, 
uh, when we were playing, and so listeners, of course, Ty ran a you know a, a, a what used to be the longest session in the cabal um, oh. last night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, World War Two Cthulhu, which was excellent. Um, and uh, I think uh, Reeves and I had the only I had a character that survived for like sixty three sessions, which in Cthulhu is amazing. And Ty, um, Ty ran those during what we call his period of employment. <laughs> in in between uh, the the periods of unemployment, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. Uh, oh, maybe I think there might have been one in there where, uh, yeah, anyway. you, you've you've gone in and out of employment. It's hard to. Keep I've track, kind of uh, lost track at this point. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah you changed yeah, seven it, jobs while we were doing Dungeon World, something like that. <laughs> uh, and we only had like six mm, sessions. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I keep telling my wife I don't want to work. She doesn't listen. Yeah. Um, Fair. She said no. Fair. I'm, all, I'm all worked out. I'm worked out. Yeah. 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 Why don't you go said, on that you play uh, thing and uh, become that's a right. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Would you ever pay a guy to play oh, God. a no. RPG? No, no, but I would Fuck let no. someone pay me. Well, yeah. especially with us, where we realize players are actually the rare commodity, you know. Right, right, right. Like I'm like, I'll pay you guys to play in my game. <laughs> we have the opposite of the Beastie Boys problem, you know. Too many rappers, yeah. not yeah. enough MCs. We have so <laughs> many MCs. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. What was your experience with uh, World War Cthulhu, Ty? What, uh, like, was were there any uh, problems you ran into because it was historical, or did that just help give the common narrative? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think it was a good a good backdrop and good setting, but mm -hmm. it wasn't driven by historical events, right? You know, you ended up in a place where something historical happened. Right. But it wasn't like, you know, uh, you weren't going to end up in Berlin and assassinate his Hitler or something. Right. Right. Um, yeah. It, it was just, backdrop and it worked, but it wasn't it wasn't it's like, just a backdrop. Yeah, yeah. You throw you you either like I think the, the key with historical things is you either um, like, you know, if you're in the Crusades or something, like you're not you're not usually in a position to change history. Uh, maybe we are in Europe's, but. Like usually you're not, and I I don't know that I like games where you're like the heroes of the world. Right, uh, right. I like games where you're just guys trying to get along. Maybe you're locally famous, and you know. But like once once you're like you know trying to change history, that I don't know. Then I don't know you that any of the RPG systems we have would work that well. Well, that's where you, you look you don't at think good something... historical fiction, like uh, oh throw it out there like sharps rifles or something right mm -hmm. you're you're a player within the milieu and within the larger tapestry of right. events you play your role you know and it, it comes yeah. down to pl plausibility as opposed to you know you have to get every exacting detail right right carl what were you gonna say uh, well so so i thought what i thought would be cool would be something kind of like in the vein of uh like quantum leap where you ah, end up in some period burps. historic period burps. and then you have burps. to you're not yeah, like the main character but you have to you have to either have to fix something to keep the historical timeline yeah. or make sure that GURPS, something GURPS was... time travel GURPS That's time, time travel time agent. That... wasn't that GURPS yeah. time agent wasn't well we could play we could play agent. time agent yeah but the GURPS time travel book is is excellent. They have a whole bunch of like here, you know, 
here's all these alternatives for high, how time travel works. And uh, it's, you know, like Dave. Well, and that plays to the advantage of GURPS, the GURPS that the system crusade. works. Yeah, the system works for anything. The GURPS crusade. But the source books for GURPS are generally very good. Like, not 100%, but like they hire experts to do their shit for the most no, part. They, right? they were better. They're, yeah. they're, they're outstanding. Yeah. The, Those source but, books are great reading. Yeah. The, four, the fourth edition ones, yeah, they're not yeah, as good. It's, as these. it's not as good. Third edition was oh, really? the peak. Yeah. Third edition is the yeah. best. Because they would hire experts and like, because like, you know, or they'd hire like the, uh, what, the, the Cthor, you know, the science fiction novels, the Cthor, they hire the guy that wrote the fucking book, right? So, or, you know, they hire uh, Len Wise or, you know, like the Traveler guy to do GURPS Traveler. So, like, they're, you know, yeah. they go get the guy. <laughs> um, or, you know, they write, they, the person who wrote the GURPS mystery was like a DA. Um, so, yeah. like, yeah, they get good people to write those books generally. But, yeah, they've, they've, the Third recent ones. Better. Yeah, the recent ones have become very dry, as Dave has it's mentioned. Like Sean Chick and whatever yeah. that guy, and yeah. Steve Jackson's kind of into just doing big Kickstarters. He doesn't. Yeah, I, Steve Jackson doesn't write anything anymore. Or really bundles of junk, stuff. or whatever yeah. it is he sells. Uh, munchkin bullshit. Yeah. Magic yeah. crate. M munchkin bookmarks. Magic <laughs> Jack. Magic Jack in the box. Buy this Jack in the box and see what game products come out. When I mean, I mean, he's old. I, I like. I like Steve Jackson. It's fine, but yeah, he's definitely milking it for all it's worth. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think, um, and 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 here's the. I think Sharp's Rifles, which PD said, is an excellent example. Like, what you want to do, like, what you want to get out of it is you want to get out of the story of a guy or a group prospering in these difficult times of war and strife and conflict which is what rex did to us in the 30 years war thing um like you don't need to change history it the the historical setting and ty's thing did this too right well and then it threw in the um you know cthulhu as like the things that nobody knew what was going on and that works too but i think all you really need is you just need it as the backdrop which you know, like if right. I'm doing a war of Austrian succession and I'm pulling like Carl and Rex in, like, yeah, we know the history because we just fought these fucking battles, right? right? That, that's so, my point. I think it makes it a lot easier because you can be yeah. like, you're yeah. 20 miles north of Munich and they immediately yeah. know where they are, basically. Right. Like, yeah. Right. In yeah. their minds, they're like, okay, we're in Bavaria. Yeah. We're. Well, and it, like if I told Carl, like, yeah, the, you know, you have to, you know, you're, you're Austrian and you have to in, infiltrate the Republic of Genoa because like you need to turn them to your side. He would like, he'd know, yeah. like, cause the whole yeah. game, he's trying to get Genoa on his side. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think part of the question, the way you brought it up, Doc, I think maybe on, on the discord was like, how important is it to be accurate? Like, I think, like, I think of it more like you can't be wildly inaccurate. Right, because right. that just breaks it for people. You don't want to break plausible. the immersion. Yeah, plausible. Plausible is a good yeah. word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, I mean, it's true for settings. Like, I think I've told the story where I was at Gen Con one year, and these GMs that I played with before, I really like them, but they were running the Cthulhu stuff, and they, my character went to to Innsmouth, mm -hmm. and everybody there was very helpful. What? And friendly, and the mayor was talking to me, and like, if and if you know the story, like I did, like, yeah, that's not how it works. And so, if, yeah, if you're in a historical setting, I gotta imagine. Have you ever been to Massachusetts? <laughs> <laughs> if 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 you're in a historical setting, then like it's got to still be real, and maybe yeah. that's kind of where you, you got to know the, the uh, setting. Massachusetts any, isn't any different today. I hate to tell you, the people yeah. are not what you would call friendly. 
Oh yeah, it's the land of angry white people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> My uh, uh, <laughs> so we lived in New York for a, a while, and uh, then we moved out to Oregon. And like, my wife went to the store to buy some clothes or something, and like, and she broke down in tears, like at the cashier in the store in Oregon, because like the cashier was chatting with her so nice, like you're being so nice to me. Because <laughs> 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 we're from in, in fucking New York. It's like, yeah. All right, whatever. Okay, yeah, fine. Go. It's, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the woman in or like at the cashier at the organ store was like so nice. My wife was like crying. I'm like, okay. That's good. Or like when you when you go to a hotel in Boston, you just need a an extra towel and you go into the <laughs> linen closet and there's two uh uh white guys or white lady and a white guy and they're smoking cigarettes. And you you argue with them for like ten minutes over whether you can have a towel. It's like yeah. they're just unhappy to be there. They don't yeah. want to be there. I'm like, yeah. I miss my nice illegal Mexican workers that were in the hotel. We're always so friendly. They would yeah. just give you whatever you needed. Like, yep, yeah. nope, not in Boston. Nope, fuck you. Nope, yeah. we've got Irish people to do these jobs, and they hate their lives. That's right, they do. And <laughs> and as a result, they will make everything very very bad for you. Yes. Anyway, but yeah, no, I get it, Ty. Yeah, like they, um, the not like this, there's something off, and I don't want to throw. Well, it uh, wasn't what you expected, right? Ty goes yeah. in there expecting a certain type of vibe, and then is not getting it, right? So yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And and that's why I wouldn't run, you know, something like Dark Ages Cthulhu because I just don't know it. Like at least with World War II, like I knew I played enough war games and read enough history that, yeah, that, that I felt comfortable doing it. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Having that background, like I felt a lot more comfortable with doing like the War of Austria Succession after playing the war game, right? Because like, like, oh yeah, I kind of know what's going on. Yeah, I think that that is probably the barrier to like a a, a legitimate, like you know, you you do have to kind of like it has to be what was what did you say, PD? It has to be plausible. Plausible. Yeah. Now, now would right. you want to be strictly historical, or or would you uh, want some some magic, or or? I, I think you could go either way. I think I think that's that's flexible. Like uh, uh, I think Rex's Vihander. I don't think he took. I think we may have had some low magic. Vihander isn't a high magic setting. I don't know if it was on the table or not. Um, I can't remember. Yeah, is this historic uh, Arcanum? Is the, is that using? It has magic. It, I okay. think it even has like dwarves and elves, like they okay. try and mix them in. So like that felt a little, eh. um, so yeah, like so I was reading the city of the crusades, Crest. but, but all this, yeah, fantasy I, I don't know about, I don't know about the crusades one, right. I was reading the ones they put out before one of which was the, the Constantinople slash. Oh, that's different. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. It's a separate one. Yeah. They don't, they've done, this is their third. They did the Silk Road. Um, yeah. Which and it had a bunch of cities in it, like Baghdad and you know the whole over to China thing. And then, then they did the city of the crescent, which was Constantinople slash Istanbul in the eighteen hundreds. Um, and so I was just you know because I bought the humble bundle, I was looking at the city of the crescent one. And I'm like, oh yeah, dwarves exist. You know, they so they kind of like hand wave, like oh they're just short humans or I don't know. Like it was, mm, I don't know. It doesn't feel right. I don't know, but they're pretty. They are pretty. I like but pretty no, things. No map is pretty bad, though. Yeah, I think, but I think they got like for their. I think that may have been their first one for the Silk Road. They had maps of the 
the Silk Road and then the cities along the way. So they rectified that. Um, maybe they got that feedback. I don't know. But yeah. But yeah, that would like, because I was like, oh, I wonder if I could find this uh, City of the Crescent book. And like, but I'm like reading through the PDF. I'm like, there's no fucking map. Like, like immediately, like I'm going online and like looking up maps of Constantinople in the 1800s because like I need to see the city map to get myself oriented. Well, is the, is uh, there any Arkham... particular historical setting that's that's that you find more attractive than another? Whether it be like I don't know, ancient China or or great question. Yeah, good one. I'll let somebody else take it. That the uh, the Octon Cthulhu that I want to run, I was gonna. And do it uh, during Battle of the Bulge. Ooh, nice! So snowy woods, night, a lot of shit yeah. like that. Um, werewolves, farmhouses. Yeah, werewolves. <laughs> werewolves would fit perfectly in that. Good. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And they cool. came out yeah, with the Doctor Pepper commercials. Yeah, totally. <laughs> or the, or the, you could do the Winter War, Finland versus Soviets. Mm. Also, also. Ooh, ooh, it, it, I changed my like, answer. Like, no more Blade Runner. I'm in for. How did the Finns fight back the Soviets? So oh, like shit. It, so. oh, that's a win. <laughs> that's yeah. cool. That's oh. good stuff. All right. Isu werewolves. Oh, hell yes. All right, I gotta go. Crap, <laughs> <laughs> crap, crap. Yeah. yeah. You're I'm gonna have chubbed up now. I gotta figure this yeah. out. You're, yeah, of, you're gonna have to fight, you're gonna have to fight backdoor off. He loves the the Finnish shit. Well, maybe he'll be a player. Yeah, yeah. He's been uh, he's been somewhat absent. And yes. In fact, I'm in like three RPGs that he was running at one point. <laughs> oh, really? That's right. Yeah, the yeah. the North one Carolina the- one. Yeah, yeah. There's a Cthulhu oh. one. Uh, yeah, I wonder about. I, I think I think he's moved on to his other gig. His black lodge, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I saw that pop up in my Instagram. I'm like, what's yeah, this? Yeah, it's it's he, it's him, Art, and Patrick, and they're doing. Uh, they talk about, I don't know, what are they Who doing? Knows? They're like doing RPGs and talking about what's the Twin Peaks thing, and I don't know, I don't get it. They have a new RPG podcast. Kind yeah. of, it's like a YouTube channel. Uh, I get, yeah, yeah. I make sure I make sure to give Art about it every time I talk to him. I figured it was the second kid they were in man-to-man defense now. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's part of it, I think, too. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, like I love Backdoor, but he has had a he, – he's definitely one of those people that, like, tends to drop out. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do – like, because we were supposed to be doing uh, Salt Marsh, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We did a session zero and then nothing. Oh, well, we, we actually oh, really? did a first session, too, with it, and we got to... Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I meant session one. We did a session one, right? Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah, then we stopped. Yeah. We were in a bookstore or some shit. Yeah. And then Carl heroically picked up the torch. Carl and the group. Up, yeah. Yeah. Two years later. Two, two, three years we later. Shout, oh, out, shout out to Carl once again for hurting right. the cats. <laughs> and the monkeys. Carl for riding those cats. <laughs> great yeah. job. He had he a does. character with the dyslexic voice or whatever the hell it was. He was <laughs> yeah, the thief. Dyslexic the thief, voice. The thief, the, uh, had a thief that had uh, Tourette's. Yeah, yeah, Tourette's. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesomely inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> make a reappearance. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Well... 
Worst historical period to RPG in. Hmm. I'm going to go with uh, Spanish-American War. 2022. Hmm. (laughs) Too soon. Too soon. No, but again, that's what works well with Ralph's Cthulhu games because it's modern times, cell phones, and it's very easy to play because as the players, you used to everything. You you just have to think about what's available to you now. Right, right, yeah. and that one he ran in Dallas, where yeah. The, uh, yeah. the the cargo ship is getting boarded by Somali pirates. It's like I watched that Tom Hanks movie. Right, I'm the captain now. Right, <laughs> right. You get it. You totally get it. Yeah. But well, I mean, I know the the other one, Ralph Rant. Like he puts in like it's real locations around Seattle, right? Like, yeah, props and yeah. pictures and stuff. Yeah, like that. He's, it was it was well done. Yeah, well prepped. All right, so we do need to do any more on the Worst. historical thing. Worst, uh, or have we burned? Like, uh, you know, it was funny you're talking about the cohorts, uh, Cthulhu, because so remember that. I mean, I think that we I did that historical GURPS one at last year's con where we were you were on like the island, uh, and this so there's this guy who makes all these GURPS, and I think he does them for Call of Cthulhu too. He makes these one shots, so I'm like, yeah. oh, I'll try this one shot, and like, you know, I kind of read through it, and I kind like, uh, you know. And then as we're playing it, I'm like, holy shit, like this guy has no idea. Like, like you've got to like the key, the key you need is inside the jar that's like, and you have to go through another dimension to get to it. I'm like, how the fuck are people supposed to figure this shit out? And I'm so I'm like just giving them shit. Like, yeah, yeah, you find this, and like, and I'm I was kind of pissed at that guy at the end. But he has a Roman one that I talked in GURPS that I talked about running this like. But I think I need to just like scrap his module and do something similar. But it's like uh, you know, a post uh Roman or like maybe as the Roman Empire is leaving Britain, uh, and you're and but there's like some Cthulhu cult in the town or something like that. Oh. I mean, it is nice though when you can just grab an adventure and run it with the the system that it was designed for. Yeah, it just is very easy. And as that's what I, I was hoping like, would happen. I feel like I'm constantly trying to wedge something else into another <laughs> thing to get it yeah, to right. Right, yeah, that's true. You just yeah. described 36 episodes of mistake were made in Greyhawk. <laughs> yeah, it's like it, uh, it you gets, need, yeah, but it gets old after a while. Where you're just like. <laughs> Can't it just be done for me? Like, can't right. I, I just want to buy the game and have the modules and they run? I got to work. Yeah. <laughs> work. It never, it never happens though, Dave. Because like, I wanted to do this side quest thing for DCC, and like, and I'm like looking through my shit, and then you find something like, oh, I found something in the in a five E book. Like, oh, this will work. And so, like, oh, oh, it's 5e. Okay, whatever. And so, you know, but my conversion methodology makes it simple. This is like, I just reach down into my pants and pull it out of my ass. That's true. <laughs> I, that's, that's generally my. What is, what is the monster's name? Search for that monster in the monster manual for that system and plug it in. Does that. Or you, does just, it, or you just start making up their abilities. Oh, you no, no, like, I do that too. I do that too. And, <laughs> and I will tell you, like, I'm not opposed to, like, if it if it seems like the monster is a little too powerful, like oh no, his saving throw is not that good. I'm just changing. Right. That. He's having a bad day. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> what gets me is some of the names you throw out. <laughs> <laughs> Who me? Well, I guess our our, our uh, most of the our, most our of those party. names come from you fuckers. Like Fallwell what? was John. Like yeah, we have a high priest <laughs> whose name was Fallwell. Yeah, um, yeah. and John, uh, John likes punny names. 
Yeah. Yeah. And 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 they had to go get a, a heart fixed. And like, what was his name? It was like Stephen Gary. Fulbright. I'm like, it was or Gary Gary Fulbright. <laughs> like, really? Okay. Yeah. We're in we're in you know this medieval town of Silomar, and you go to a Gary Fulbright. <laughs> Gary That's like a, the local, the, yeah, exactly. The local dentist, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Shantessa recommends Gary Fulbright. <laughs> I like when when the character names come out of something the players say. Like I was doing the, my family game uh, mm -hmm. one night, and uh, my brother says, uh, this, "This guard is he just some random guy?" And I was like, "Yeah, his name is Ran." Dumb guy. <laughs> <laughs> it helps him remember. Yeah. Well, well like I, Dave runs his NPCs based on neighbors. I have done that. Yeah. Based on my neighbors. Well, I, I mean, Pete, don't you? You're like your college buddies are all your oh, all the characters, time. right? All yeah. the time. There's yeah. there's a there is a Santa bag full of East Coast names. Yeah, uh, ready to and and I'm tempted to say some right now, but I'm saving them. Okay. Well, I mean, like, well, or, or like when we did uh, sworn gunslingers, you guys explored the mansion that was owned by Stonewall Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, in in my stars without number session, remember that this that automatic destruct sequence was actually two AIs battling each other. It was the D A V E system battling the R A L F. Uh, L-A-P-H <laughs> system. The DAV system was way better. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, but we resolved it. We resolved it by uh, by tricking the AI, AIs into playing a game of Federation and Empire. We haven't heard from them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Those two AIs are like buried in spreadsheets every Friday yeah. morning. Yeah, and I, I figured I, I like did the acronyms. It's like some I had acronyms for both of them. They were pretty lame, but I had acronyms. <laughs> but the, the, right, D, so the, the Dave the Dave AI was very aggressive. What? No, it wouldn't be the other way around. That's unheard of. The the Dave AI smelled pot being smoked outside of the bar. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the, the, the Ralph AI Condition Red Condition Ralph Red had no emotional component. We, we know that <laughs> for the record, I did not get barred uh, from the bar last convention. Just that's true. That out. Hey, I didn't not. bring it up. Yeah, you're fine. You're good. I did not get barred. Although I will say, I brought you about sixty percent of your gin and tonic intake. Yeah, mm -hmm. true. Nice. Well, all right. So we covered historic. Historical RPGs. Uh, what do you got? You got time for one more? One sure. more topic? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. At least one more. Uh, what else we got on the list? We've got deciding, deciding what, what to, to run. run. Solo RPGs. Solo RPGs. Yep. Sandboxes. What motivates you to join an RPG? Hmm. Ooh, that's a good one. That might be I a good like one, one to end it on. Yeah, yeah that might be a good it. one to end it on. All right. What, what are you thinking enthusiasm? about it, Pete? Yeah. Um, number one, it's the people, always yeah. people. And it goes back to the old guild axiom of, uh, don't get out of the boat, never get out of the boat. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, if, if I hear people, it's, it, it, it ties, it, it becomes kind of a close tie for first because a group of people who you like RPGing about get hyped about a topic mm -hmm. and then I'm in. That's that's it. It's those two things. It's people people I like who get hyped about some some kind of like minded or shared interest. Done. It's that simple. 
Well, that's what's crazy because Kyle goes to like Gen Con and plays in these these RPGs that are. I could not imagine doing that. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I agree. Like Ty, it's, you do you do some out of the boat RPG? Um, I mentioned Gen Con earlier. There was a time when I went went to Gen Gen Con, maybe three or four out of five years. So I, I've been, in, but it's been eight years since I've probably been. But that was at the time the only. T- this is pre pre guild. That was the only time of the year that I got to play RPGs. Wow. And so I would try to. I'd go and I'd sign up for all the Cthulhu stuff that I could, and maybe I'd get into some other. Maybe I played some. D and D or something too, but really it was it was it, I I went to go and play Cthulhu, call it Cthulhu. And, How silly was it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I, I'm I'm not joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, you know it it was actually I actually ended up trying to get in. There were these two brothers based in Indianapolis. They ran the, their their approaches. They'd each run a table of you know six to eight players, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. six players. And the scenario was set up so that by the end, the two tables came together. So maybe you had, cool. like one year it was investigators and cultists. And so the investigators were over here doing something. And so, I mean, they did a great job. Um, that sounds cool, actually. And I always mm-hmm. look forward to that. Um, but, I mean, again, that was a long time ago in, in pre-guild, so I haven't had to do that. Um, there's been a couple guys here locally who've run DCC and... Um, it, it was pretty good, um, but um, yeah, it's not us, is what you're saying. <laughs> it's it's not you guys. It's not you guys. Um, okay. and you're right, because I, you know, I know, and it's not even. I mean, we're, the guild's big enough now, and you, you throw the 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 wargaming guild in too, and advance after combat, and it's like you like you kind of know who's been around and who's going to participate and who's who's going to step up and who's going right. to, you know, be, you know, who's going to fit in and things like that. So it's, right. it's, you know, it's kind of like even within the guild now it's big enough that you kind of have to, now you have to be careful, but you just kind of know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You definitely you know, want somebody who's invested, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, and and I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll flip it around like as a GM, that's, that's my biggest concern is that, Hey, you are giving me, two to three hours of your time. Uh, I, w- I want to make sure that you're enjoying yourself and that you want to come back. That's, that's a huge pressure as a, as a GM, but you know, that's the thing for me as a player that keeps coming back. It's like, I am looking forward to spending time with you guys in this setting, in this situation. Let's go. Yeah. That's a great point. Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> 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 i will say i will say i like like i ran oddity high which was an anime rpg with school kids you know and right. i can't imagine doing that even like with you fuckers like like i would like that some of that shit has to be handpicked like you know no, you had a right. quirky group for that one you had the right right group it was that. the perfect right. group and and it was a little bit of like i mean and i mean gersh kind of surprised me but like never never count gersh out gersh is like one of the best role players you will ever meet yeah i, I uh, yeah yeah mm-hmm. Don't, yeah never count him out i was a little surprised but like oh and i have another story about gersh i love gersh um <laughs> 
in a very real and sexual way. But um, <laughs> no. so we were, uh, I ran the legacy one, which is the post-apocalyptic uh, one. And he played like a priest. Um, and I, so I was processing the audio and I go through the audio and I look for gaps where like people right. like, blanks and I delete them. And there was this section where like, there was like, it was very regular. There was like a, a short burst of sound and a gap, but they weren't super long. I'm like, and sometimes when I'm like, I don't know what this is like. And it was him like doing a speech as his priest, like, you know, exhorting the people. And it was just fucking great. And I could, but it was recognizable on an audio trace. I'm like, Oh my God, this is great. Mm-hmm. You know, like, cause he was pausing for a fact and I'm like, well, I can't, I got to leave that in. So. Gersh, and then, so in Oddity High, Gersh played a fucking cat, and know, he was comedic it. relief. Like, <laughs> and you can play comedic relief where you're like, you know, I roll to say something funny, but he actually said shit that was funny. Like, I can't imagine. He's a better player than I am, and I love it. We need more of Gersh. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We do. Like, like you're listening from, to this, Gersh. For, <laughs> for, for me, I won't get into a game too sometimes because I feel like the system maybe is going to be too much for me. Yeah. Or I know Hollywood wanted me to get into like the Conan stuff with the two D twenty, and it yeah. was like it was basically like a D twenty too far for me. Like <laughs> I was like, you know what I mean, I was like, there's two dice, and he he was telling me he's like, I- I'll give you the rolls, and it's about you get momentum, and yeah, and I was just like, yeah, eh, it's no, good to know not. yourself. I think that's a why. I think that's, that's a fair. Call. Dave Dave gets cranky sometimes with systems. Well, it's just like I don't feel like reading yeah, a whole another yeah, thing. No, hey, and just, I'm not yeah. judging. That's fine. That's who but you are. But the the Octung Cthulhu that Hollywood's planning on running is going to be a two D twenty system exactly like. Uh-oh. Conan. Uh-oh. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm <laughs> I take it back. To, I'm out. I'm going to have to ask you to come in. I'm going to have to ask you to come in on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Like, uh, well, I, I'm a system whore. Um, so I, I love it. And I like the 2D. The 2D20 system for Conan was, it was great. Like, it just felt the way, not just, I mean, the dice mechanic, whatever, but the way they structured, like, the skill trees and, like. It really works. It It's well done. Like, that Conan system is great. I felt. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. It's yeah. just, it's and one I know of those things. I was going to say, like, who's Conan? Am I Conan? Are you Conan? Who cares? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, don't say what I'm going to say. Let me say what I'm going to say. What you're gonna say. <laughs> oh, I can't, yeah. Can I be Conan, though? <laughs> no, but you understand my problem with that. I've already talked about it a million downstairs. times. We'll study downstairs. Be quiet. Yeah. We've talked about it a million times. It's called Conan. Somebody has to be Conan. No. Sure. No. Incorrect. But anyway. You can be Nanok, Conan's brother. That's yeah. right. I'll That's be Red Sonia. Cronan. I'll be Cronan. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I, anyway. I'm kind of the same way in that I really don't get excited about games that I don't own. Yeah, like like if I don't own it, then I'm kind of like, eh. well, like for Forbidden like... Lands, I listened to it from listening to Ducks games. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, it does sound cool, and that actually motivated me to go get get it and look at it. And then I was like, maybe I do want to play in it. But initially, yeah. I was like, no, I didn't even right. know what it was. I wasn't interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's probably better for your wallet, I can tell you, because I get interested in anything. Like, oh, there's a dice? Oh, okay, yeah, I'm yeah. interested. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I'm already in on so many different systems. So it's like, I know. Right. Well, yeah. Right. And, the, and my problem with your method there, Ty, is I pretty much own everything. 
Well, then yeah. I, I mean, this kind of ties into the other question was like, well, then how do you decide what to run? <laughs> well, when you figure that out, you let me know because I cannot decide. <laughs> like, my, okay. uh, luckily, like, I feel like as long as White Rock and Forbidden Lands keep going, I don't have to make that decision. Yeah. <laughs> we decide for you, though. We go, hey, it'd be great. Can you run? Yeah. 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 yeah I have that. that I can run that. Yeah. Well, and then we were talking about Acton Cthulhu and all this stuff. And then I want to throw Fate of Cthulhu, which I was reading the other day, which is it's a fate based Cthulhu game, but it has a very specific thing where you're like Cthulhu has has conquered the world, whatever, you know, and there's various like old gods that have come in and conquered the world. But you're time travelers from the future and you're trying to prevent it. And that just sounds awesome. So it does. So it's like yeah, set, you can set it in the 80s and the 90s or the current day or whatever. But, you know. Yeah, it does sound so, pretty cool. So we're coming from a world that's already been conquered by Cthulhu. Correct. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That is cool. Yep. Well, it's like and a so, John Carpenter movie. Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. and fate fate is fate lends itself to very pulpy like action movie kind of shit. So I feel like it's a good it's a good match. And the and it I can't figure out if it's like it's probably a little bit of both me getting more familiar with fate, but the, the fate of Cthulhu book, it's a standalone, like you don't need to get the fate book. I think it has all the rules that you need and it kind of explains the fate stuff. I think better the fate core book. Do not buy like watch arts video on why fate, like the guys who write fate core are morons. Cause like they don't <laughs> under, like they don't understand the market and the people they're trying to sell it to. And I, this happened to me too. Like I'm reading it and I'm like, what the fuck? I don't get this. Um, like they should have, they should have made a D and D game or they should have, yeah, they should have done something else, but they didn't. So yeah, I would say get fate of Cthulhu and read that or something else. What about you, Carl? You've, you know, you're in a number of games and I, like when we were playing the uh, Pharaoh, I think it took me about five sessions in before I realized that you hadn't played either oh, first edition D and D or I forget what it was, yeah. but like I was like, oh, yeah, I was late. I was late to the game, and so yeah, and that's so my my um, like how, the way did you I decide, how did you decide? Yeah, so it is. It's definitely uh, the it's definitely the people like y'all are saying, but it, and the other thing is it's you know we, we talk about how much system matters to me. System is can be a barrier to playing, but it's, I don't get focused on whether the, the, it's the system is not necessarily a selling point to me. So if it mm -hmm. looks like it's interesting and it's a good group and the good, and the story is going to be good and the interactions are going to be good, then I'll, I'll want to jump in. Um, but I'm not, I don't think I'm ever really driven by the system. I don't have enough ex breadth of experience about a lot of games where that's going to drive mm -hmm. my decisions. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, if you don't know it, you, that that's not going to keep you from joining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if it looks like it's going to be fun and it's going to it's going to generate a good story and everybody's going to have a good time, I'm in. Yeah, I I think that Pharaoh Adventure is one of the best one uh, e adventures that was made. Pharaoh Weiss did it once as a as a DM back in the eighties in college and did it again just a few months ago as a player. Absolutely oh, that one. Five star. Five yeah. star. Yeah. I think cool. it's a great adventure. It's one of the best ones. Like yeah. Caves B2 is a good one. Um, I mean everybody knows it backwards and forwards now, but it's a good adventure. Um, mm -hmm. so much better than B1. Not nothing against you running yours, Carl, but just as a design <laughs> adventure. B1 yeah. was shit, and B2 was like a hundred times better. But yeah. I never played A one, so I don't know. Like um, this, that's kind of why I'm excited about your yeah. you and Hollywood's thing, Petey. So. Sweet. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's I, been I, I, 35 years since I ran it originally. So yeah. it's just as surprising to me as well. Yeah. And I, you know, I always wanted to love uh, uh, the barrier peaks and eh, I think that's kind of a shit module. Um, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Cause well, I mean, yeah, they just kind of use the spaceship trope, I think. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. But yeah, yeah but, it, it, they did. And it turned into, if, if you run it as written, it's another, what monster is in this room? Right, right, right. Mm. Yeah. But really, if you remember, if you remember the, the Pharaoh, it's the I series, right? The I series also had the first curse, has the first Strahd. Ravenloft, well, right? Oh, yeah. The oh, I yeah. series, the I series was fucking solid. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like Back to run the next day. one, but I'd like to run the next one. I'm, I'm not, I've read it a couple times. I'm not quite sold on it. I'm sure I'll get to it though, but Oasis of the White Palm is that the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it hasn't That's quite. Where I remember it's more of a is it hex crawl? It's more hex crawling than this one, maybe. Uh, or maybe I'm well, just thinking of the beginning of Pharaoh. Where <clears> yeah, I mean, there's there's that there's that part too. Like it starts yeah. kind of hex crawly, and then it it gets yeah. into certain areas. But yeah, yeah. that we'll module see. did lead to one of the greatest catchphrases here locally of RPG lore, which is my friend Chris Barons. Running the barbarian named Bushido, uttering the phrase, I take the urn and I smash it over the sarcophagus. <laughs> I mean, that says everything. Yeah, I mean, sure. that's so much fun. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a D and D line for sure. Yeah. I Ty, I got I, I got a question for you because you said you weren't you're not sold on. What uh, what was it? Either playing or running, the was it the next one in the series? And I was kind of curious right. if you got if you got uh, if you go back to the, it's more about the people that are playing and you're having a good mm -hmm. time. Then why do you let that keep you from doing it? Hmm. Uh, uh, well, that's what Pete said. I never said that. I mean, you guys are kind of <laughs> oh, okay. Are you putting words in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't do it for you guys. I do it. So I can hear myself talk for, for two uh -oh. hours. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, th I think like if I didn't have other options in terms of like there are other things I'm interested in too. Right, right. Um, like I think, you know, that we, I mean, those, the other thing was kind of cool about that. Like it was like nine sessions or 10 sessions and we were done. Yeah. You know, um, and that's, I think it's a good, that was a good amount. So I, I don't understand what you're saying. Nine or ten uh, sessions, uh, you're done. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, I don't yeah. understand. Yeah, it's kind of hard to explain to a, a marathoner like you, Duck. Um, <laughs> no, and, and uh, but I'm thinking that like maybe I should have, maybe I've made bad choices in my life. I don't know. Yeah, no, no. You've you've joined the best RPG podcast in the guild. <laughs> currently running. <laughs> yeah. Currently running. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> I do. My addiction to mega dungeons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, if if things go well with OSE, there's there's always uh, the uh, the Undermountain stuff, which oh. Dave was like, oh, that's another one where they just throw all different kinds of monsters in different rooms. Uh, yes, it yeah. is kind of. Yeah, yeah. Nothing there is a, we there can't is a rewrite theme. it. There though. is a theme there. There is a theme. You could there lean is. into the Mad Mage a little bit. Yeah. Right. But wasn't it like half finished? Like a lot of it's not done under Mountain. Oh, there's there's 
way too much map to uh, track back to the text. Right. There's there's. Yeah. But then again, there was that whole empty. Uh, there was a, a whole article. Oh, gosh, I can't remember who wrote they it. They released it on 5e, though. Finished now. Like really? 20 levels. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, I mean, that's 5e writing. So, yeah. Mm. <clears throat> but, you know, but, I mean, there, you is, could, the beauty, you could there is the beauty of an empty room. The empty room with uh, a clue or red herring. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, look, there's blood splattered against the walls. Yeah. Mm, all right. Everybody yeah. loves that. Well, that's like that's like with the RuneQuest ones, the early ones where it's percentage dice to see what's actually in the room when the party shows up. Yeah. And then found items, random items that can be found or. Yeah. Like the basically the creatures will move throughout the dungeon. They're never guaranteed to be in the same place at the same time. Like our turtle pal. Yeah. Yeah. Hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. <laughs> hey buddy. I missed you. Yeah. <clears throat> nice. Anomalous subsurface environment. That's that's another good mega dungeon, supposedly. So <laughs> is it really a name? Yeah. ASE one. That was but, yeah, it's uh it was a like there's a whole backstory on like how it was like a scientific research facility or something that Port it's it's weird, but it's supposedly very good. So, hmm. what uh, system was this for? It's a uh, it's an old school. It's an OSR. Um, let's see if it says. Uh, I can it's I can like put a link in. Build kind of vibe to it, so that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's recent. Um, I don't know what system they actually wrote it for. After I'll I'll find it on drive through. I'll put a link in there. <laughs> Like I, I'm more of a dwellers of the forbidden city type guy. That's the one I think is cool. Mm. That's my module if I had to pick. Mm. The serpents on the cover, or the lizard. Yeah, like the, the frog guy. Yeah, the, the troglodytes. Or something. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like an Aztec-y feel, and they're mm -hmm. yeah. What about it? Did anybody ever play Isle of Dread? No, but I yeah, have yeah. it. Never yeah, ran. Um, like a classic one, never right? But, yeah, yeah. I uh, I used Isle of Dread. I used the Goodman games for my Stars Without Number. So when they found the like when they misjumped and they ran into a a uh, generation <laughs> ship, they 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 were they were exploring. They were hex crawling through the Isle of Dread. There was even a T Rex. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Wow. Yeah, that's badass. Yeah, I always love that picture they have on that module where the guys oh, so the T Rex attacking and they're throwing javelins. You're like, yeah. "Good luck, dude. They do like one d six damage. Like, yeah. That's not going to help you." Well, why, why do you think? Why do you think my turned into a T Rex? Come on, man. That's full, a full right. X one right. homage. Yeah, you got a giant barbarian looking guy throwing a javelin. It's like yeah. never happened in a single game of D and D ever. No. There's no time the barbarian ever threw a javelin at a That T Rex can't. Grab the, the javelin with its tiny arms. That's true. <laughs> it can't throw it back. Yeah, it just sticks in there and continues to bleed. That that's doing bleeding damage over more time. <laughs> yes. Right. Right. It's not in the rules. <laughs> I'm the GM. <laughs> it's for Labyrinth Lord. I control the flow of Mountain Dew in this room. <laughs> I'm ordering pizza. <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah i'm going through well, a lot fellas, of uh, what do you think we kind of covered it all it's good yeah yeah yep all right so i guess if you, if you think so ty 
<laughs> who's running? Who's running the next one, Dave? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's I think you point. did a great job, Ty. Yeah, I'm more than willing yeah. to to make. I mean, you Ty, you have the free time too, so I think you should That's be right. the guy to do it. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much truth to that. Let's <laughs> go yeah. so tomorrow. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I was expecting all kind of RPGs to start up on Stylos's job, but no dice. Yeah. I'm gonna start calling you guys at work. Hey, what are you doing? Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, it's me again. <laughs> I don't know why this went direct to your messages, but uh, I'm just trying to. Like, we were gonna play. <laughs> yeah. D and D. Call Cthulhu. Yeah. Remember. Okay, everything's okay. You Hope everything's lunch? okay with you. I haven't heard back. <laughs> oh, hey, I was just in the bathroom. I thought you might have called. Did you call when I was calling you? Because I thought I heard it click over, but I guess not. <laughs> I think I left one of my shoes over at your place. I was wondering if I could come by and yeah. I'm right outside right now. Just uh I'm gonna ring the door. <laughs> yeah, my, my wife works from home and I worked when I was working, I worked from home, but I'm still at home and she's very busy oh, and good. I'm not, so it's not a good That's match a, right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm around a lot. Sounds like it's time for somebody to get a fake job. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Or start Ooh. writing a novel. Yeah. yeah. The, okay. the job where you go watch movies in the afternoon. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. Well, thanks for uh, joining for this, and I'll get it up posted, and we'll we'll do it again soon. Hey, is this the point good. where we hug it out? Everybody hug yeah. it, hug out. it out. Hug it out. Oh, yeah. Hug it out. Hug it out. Oh, out. yeah. Hug it out. Hug it out. Everybody in. I love you guys. <laughs> love you. Yeah. It was fun. I love right. these things. Yeah. Good yeah. That's, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> All right. <laughs> good night. Good night. All right. Buenos noches, everybody. Good stuff. Yep. Lights. <laughs>